Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 515-5500. Hearing us loud and clear on AM 1600, and uh, looks like uh, 93.7 will be up uh, very shortly, so looking forward to that. And uh, we are moving forward, plowing ahead, uh, D-Dowd Musk. Uh, we're finally going to get on a complete show after what feels like a week off uh, thus far between... What we've had coming from Thanksgiving and then, you know, the hangover that came over with the robbery. Uh, by the way, folks, we have taken the video down for the respects of the person who recorded the video. Uh, there is an investigation that continues, so we'll wait for that to go ahead and uh, come into uh, a little bit uh, sharper focus, uh, hopefully. And uh, hopefully there's going to be people who are going to be on the case and make some stuff happen. Because it's a little bit strange to head up to the top of the crest to go ahead and uh, take out a bunch of radio stations. And uh, we were the... Last one to come up on board, but thanks to all the uh, connections who are uh, putting it back and getting it reconnected here this afternoon. And uh, we're going to go ahead and cover real news today rather than, uh, hey, let's talk about how we're going to get the radio station back up. Because I'm uh, just absolutely clamoring uh, for it. Trump uh, continues to fight on. He does. Rand Paul Dowd continues to be at the forefront of a bunch of news networks. And uh, I don't know if it's just... He's just sitting in front of a camera all day just doing interviews. But he seems to be probably one of the best cheerleaders uh, for Donald Trump at this time. And we all know that there's fraud that's been committed. But the Democrats are very good at layering that fraud. And uh, it's hard for you to go ahead and find where it's at. And we've got to do a better job of, of getting things done before a single vote is cast. You know, not letting these rules get bent, not letting any of this other stuff that's happening which allows this voter fraud and the mail-in ballots. We have so much to change. And remember, I am running for your GOP chairman, and I think that's the most important thing to me. It's not sexy work. It's not great work, uh, but it is the things that needs to be done. And uh, Paul wrote on Twitter, look at the evidence and decide for yourself. Statistical anomalies, fraud? Twitter allowed the post, but slapped an editorial comment, as they are mine. Anything that goes on Facebook or Twitter, they're slapping editorial comments on everything. True squad, true squad. That's how you know it's not a platform. Right? Mm, They're mm. publishers. They should be responsible. And uh, Donald Trump yesterday, in a very interesting uh, ruling, is going to be making these, quote-unquote, platforms responsible for whatever happens on those platforms now. So you want to talk about... Hey, you want to go ahead and uh, turn the free speech uh, into a different uh, direction? There you go. But Rand Paul found some very interesting things as far as the uh, vote pattern analyses. Yeah, uh, well, he tweeted out this analysis by this entity, Vote Pattern Analysis, and we got into this in some depth yesterday, and I, I have to admit it was really an education for me because Dan Butterfield is really, really following uh, this to a significant degree. But uh, their analysis, what they looked at, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, you can go to their website. They Again, uh, I think they have through the Substack uh, uh, operation, they have their own shop. They don't have, you know, they don't have to be mediated through Facebook or Twitter or you know, any Silicon Valley. So um, much skepticism and uncertainty surrounds these vote spikes. They were looking specifically, we talked with Dan about that yesterday, the vote spikes. Uh, critics point to suspicious vote counting practices, extreme differences, between the two major candidates' vote counts and the timing, and this is you know especially important, the timing of the vote updates, uh, among other factors, to cast doubt on the go, legitimacy. Go slowly on this uh, so yep. that you, people can hear the exact timestamps on these vote dumps. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, while data analysis cannot on its own demonstrate fraud or systemic issues, it can point us to statistically anomalous cases that invite further scrutiny. I think that's you know one of the many, many points uh, uh, Dan was getting at yesterday. But this is a really interesting quote. Uh, we discover a remarkably consistent mathematic, mathematical property. Uh, there is a clear inverse relationship between differences in candidate vote counts and the ratio of the vote counts. In other words, it's not surprising to see vote updates with large margins, and it's not surprising to see vote updates with very large ratios of support between the candidates, but it is not surprising to see the vote updates. Uh, but it is surprising, I'm sorry, to see the vote updates, which are both. And they've got specific examples, uh, an example in Michigan at 631 in the morning, an example in Wisconsin at 342 in the morning, uh, uh, Joe, uh, what, uh, Michigan, another, another Michigan anomaly, uh, another example in Georgia. So these anomalies are, quote, more than the margin of victory in all three states, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia. And, you know, I'd love to put this behind me and say, ah, oh, this is all the tinfoil hat crew. But, boy, the more you read about this, the more you see irregularities. Let's put so it, let's put it that way, uh, if not crime. <clears throat> well, we, I think we need to put it as far as the spread. So the actual numbers themselves in Michigan – 141,000 votes for Biden. And this is a batch. Mm -hmm. So think of the batch that comes through, right? You, you know, you got all the cookies. We'll put 12 cookies in a batch. This is basically giving 11 of those 12 cookies, 141,258 and 147,000 votes. Only 5968 votes for Trump. Okay? That showed up at 631 in the morning. Yep. That doesn't just happen. Yep. And you saw these huge jumps, and mm -hmm. they're starting to get into that. That is inexplicable. All right, Wisconsin, the spread, 143,000 votes. Here you go. For Joe Biden, only 25,000. So let's just say three cookies out of that uh, baker's dozen. Then we go to the Georgia, the separation, unbelievable. 136,000 for Biden and only 29,000 for, for Trump. I mean, literally, you're taking three out of every four votes or, or maybe even a little bit more every single time. And then finally, 54 out of 58,000. And that's at 3.50 a.m. Then, you, of course, you heard the uh, unbelievable testimony that is coming from various people who have seen this. And yeah, yeah. they're sworn affidavits. Sidney Powell now claiming election fraud coming in as witnesses are being threatened and beaten up. Don't speak up. Don't speak out. No free speech. You're lying. You're lying. They're bullying us at this point. In Phoenix, poll watchers tell Trump lawyers about election night concerns and also po uh, possible fraud. This from uh, Dowd's favorite article. They found this out, uh, which, of course, is just the news. They hold a public hearing. That was yesterday. Mm -hmm. How did that come out? Well, they certified the elections. Yeah. That's where they're at. We're not seemingly getting anywhere with this. I can only hope at this point, as I pointed out to a couple of my friends early this morning, that this is all going to come down to the Supreme Court. And whether or not we're going to have to examine Amy Comey Barrett versus John Roberts. And that's going to look more towards the end of this month, maybe the beginning of next month. That's how long it's going to take to get to that point. There's probably going to be a certified election victory, I hate to tell you this, for Joe Biden come December 14th. But there will be a snafu in the midst of all that because there'll be enough fraud, there'll be enough statistical anomalies, There'll be enough issues that I do believe, since we've escalated already in Pennsylvania, that they will escalate it to the point that we will have to question what's happened. And here's, let's just take this a little bit further down so we can, you know, make the explanation. This could be four years of Russia collusion, except the truthful Russia collusion 
of Republicans right. on Democrats moving yeah, forward. Yeah, turn about but, fair play, but but these are based on facts. <laughs> a little bit a little bit easier to prove. The uh, Georgia Secretary of State, this was interesting, announcing a, a probe into third party groups. Now yep. you have the Secretary of State being involved, Stacey Abrams, one of the candidates also being involved as well. You had a hundred and what was that, hundred and fifty thousand libertarians roughly that mm. uh, that that voted in the last election. So we're going to still be talking about these states. Hopefully there'll be improvement. Hopefully we'll be doing some voter reform. But the chances of that happening are getting slimmer and slimmer. And Donald Trump is clamoring harder and harder for more funding because I think they're running out of resources at this point. The Trump team is going to be filing a suit in Wisconsin that actually had, I think that happened yesterday. I believe so, yeah. In a Wisconsin Supreme Court alleging abuse in absentee voting. That's another uh, leg of that chair. So absentee, mail-ins, early voting, and then the truckloads of other votes and voter verification. We haven't even gotten to voter ID at this point. Mm -hmm. Where's the FBI in all this? Were we not told that the FBI was going to be watching all the voters? Yes. In every state? I think we had one or two people here in the state of New Mexico that were going to be on the case for the Department of Justice. We've seen that next to nothing. Well, we do have uh, uh, Mr. Barr being misrepresented, and I saw that yesterday. You heard the top of the hour news, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. there's no voter fraud. They took one small snippet, and they extracted it. Don't lose hope. I've got so many texts from you today that are telling me, oh, you guys are just giving up, lose hope. But did the Democrats give up for four years? They were relentless. They were incessant of their pursuit of Donald Trump. Every single day for four years, you have to be committed at that level. And if you're not, well, we don't need you anyway. You don't just throw your hands up and give up. You know that fraud has been committed. Supposedly, FBI is collecting data on voter fraud. What are they going to do with that data? We can collect data all day. What the hell are we going to do with it? Calling, uh, according, I'm not sure if you're watching Newsmax. Did you do? You, do you watch Newsmax at all, Dow? Is it? Is it? I mean, I, I cut the cord, so I have no cable. Can you? Is it streamable on their yeah, website? Yeah, streamable. Okay, so but I need you to check can that download out. the app. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Philip Klein said Monday on Newsmax, "What we call blood in the streets is after the crime is committed, and what evidence there is to show that a crime has been committed." Now, let me tell you why I don't like this. I don't like after the fact because I think they're offering explanations to keep you quiet. To let you think that they know that they're doing something. On the liberal side, they didn't wait. They went straight out onto the streets. Yep. They're roaming the streets, Black Lives Matter, destroying, looting, all sorts. We're waiting for more explanations. We're waiting for more people to tell us, hey, what direction are we going to go? What, what are we going to do? What are our chances? We're civil. They were not. Antifa wasn't uh, civil. Black Lives Matter hasn't been civil. We'll talk a little bit later on in this program about the Black Lives Matter finances, which is now coming into question. They have raised a hell of a lot of money, and there's no accounting for it. A lot of people probably buying a lot of real estate these days uh, coming from Black Lives Matter. But I don't like this explanation coming from the FBI as they think something is going to be done. This is just, hey, this will get us through the next day or two it'll quell you and then you'll forget about it and the weekend comes and oh i thought we were dealing with that oh what happened i'm angry we need to be much more than angry at this point we need to be affected because it's affecting your lives you guys do not have any of the freedoms that you once had and it has a lot to do with the incoming party that's coming in 
They're going to have to be responsible. If Joe Biden takes the White House, of course they're going to go ahead and pass the buck and blame Trump. But what are we going to do about that to make sure that they understand that they were the ones who were responsible for the blue state shutdown? You have to keep the pressure. The pressure has to be daily. It doesn't just come, hey, when you're running for something or you need an elected office or you need a favor. It has to be all the time. It has to be incessant. And you have to be able to attack. Now, very quickly, a lot of you think you thinking that you're just going crazy at this point. You don't know which way is up. It's hard to make sense of all this. Part of that stew that's getting mixed up in all this is the information that is a constant barrage against your psyche, and it's working on you. In the midst of you not knowing who your president is, you certainly get strong indicators whether or not you can operate your business or whether or not you can go to work or how many tests or how many coronavirus uh, infections there are. If you're feeling a weak, a little bit weak psychologically, I, I get it. I understand. But maybe tune out the news a little bit more often. I told you at the very beginning of this entire thing, it was going to be six to eight weeks, six to ten weeks you did, me, yeah. from November 3rd. We're, we're, we're only through the fourth week. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. We've got two more weeks. And then we'll start to get some sort of idea as to what's happening. And don't feel pushed by any sort of timeline that the Democrats are, are pushing right now. Our president continues to sleep in the White House. We still have a case to build. Kaylee McEnany and the rest of them are speaking up for the president, including Rand Paul. Ted Cruz is Ted out Cruz, there. Yeah, yeah. Jim Jordan. Everybody is on the front lines. You've got to keep the fight. They know. They know that we've done a great job for the last four years. And they want to take over and run roughshod? If they get that Senate, as you heard Sean Hannity a little bit earlier, your president doesn't have to be in the White House. Your president could be president of the Senate. And they might hammer home with that a one additional vote that comes from Kamala Harris stacking the courts and putting 15 Supreme Court justices on that Supreme Court. And that would be a nightmare. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. On AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. Yes, of course, we'll talk just a little bit about uh, the coronavirus. I was giving some advice out to people, and unless they show up with a warrant, I got several people sending me what information they got from the Mexico Department of Health. And the first thing I asked them is, did they take pictures? Is there evidence? Mm-hmm. You know? Document everything, folks. Do we know at what time were they lying on the sheet? Is there any reason to trust the two people? Because these people come from the Department of Health and they said that you're out of compliance? Well, they have a whole case that they'll have to approve. And that goes for every single business that they'll have to police. So don't get intimidated. Keep your business open. Keep doing what you're doing. You've got to pay the bills. And you can't afford to be on the government tool. 421 back and forth. Elevate Trampoline Park. Ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Packs. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. And not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Healthy, tasty, avocado toast, scrambles, and sunny side up favorites. Sunny Side Up, Manola, Louisiana. Sunny Side Up. Tap to call at sunny.theplaceilike.com. Great news. Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. It looks like it'll start to warm up ever so slightly. I know by weekend time, we should be in the 50s again. That's the only good news I can find right now. 39 degrees from Taylor Ranch to Paseo Crossing out to the Rock of Talk. All right. Uh, it's going to be a slow trip right now as you make your way out of Kirtland Air Force Base on Eubank northbound from Chico up to the uh, I-40. That's going to be slow for you. Also, just spotted a stall. This is on Paseo westbound right past the river and before the Coors Road exit. Let's hope it just stays as a stall and not any other problems. Right now, the Paseo uh, River Crossing still looking pretty decent. 
Well, this traffic report brought to you by Le Chanty Fine Pastries, and they have some great things during this shutdown, freezer-to-oven dinners. And these are really super. Green chili chicken cheese enchiladas, spinach and beef lasagna, green chili mac and cheese with or without bacon, baked ziti with sausage. Listen, these big dinners will feed four to five people for just $20. You want to see it all? Just go to freezer the number 2 oven abq.com that's freezer 2 oven abq.com all right we're up to date let's dive back into the rock of talk albuquerque's macro aggression eddie aragon the rock of all talk. right 426 here in the kiva on am 1600 kiva at 93.7 fm getting back into the swing of things after being down uh well a couple of days well four days at least on the fm and uh, about a day and a half on the am pretty tough but a lot of you Made the switch, you were able to download the app, uh, abq.fm or abq.am. That's all you have to do. Just type in either one of those, abq.fm, abq.am, or you can also dial in uh, kiva.am. And then, of course, uh, on the AM side of the dial, AM1600, KIVA, that's uh, on the AM, and then the FM is 93.7. And don't so. forget, folks, you can uh, t- if you're into time shifting, you know, you got to work during the show, all you have to do is join www.rockoftalk.chat. You have the audio archive with notations and timestamps for every subject we dis- we discuss, and links to the articles and research that we reference uh, during the show. So uh, we're a full service operation here. I mean, come on, it's great. Caller, you're <laughs> in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yes, that's you, caller. Are you whispering? Oh no, oh, I I tuned in late. I didn't know if you said anything about the transmitter on the craft. Yeah, it's uh, back and that's operational, from what I'm being told. Uh, okay, yeah, so the AM uh, is that you can just listen to the AM 1600. Uh, you've got 12 different ways to listen to us. Uh, yeah, so, so just pick that up. Why don't you just pick up the AM 1600 if you can't pick it up on 93.7? Yeah, okay, thank you. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, this is Jeff. I work over at Kirtland. I've kept called in a while. I've been busy selling the house. And, um,. Following all this wonderful stuff, including the plans our insanely brilliant governor has done, mimicking all of California's efforts and everyone. I had to drop this on you today. I've, I've been really just a complete, just looking their lack of own logic and just the who's affected by COVID and all of that. And okay. I stumbled across this article in PJ Media about a John Hopkins study. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about it yeah, or not. Yeah, we have. We talked about rate. it. Yeah. Good. I just Go wonder ahead. if I missed that or not. So I didn't want to repeat it. And I think when you look at what can be 
suggested as a COVID death, it's really easy. <laughs> it's we signed off that you tested positive for COVID or we think you had COVID. You don't even have to test for it as far as I understand inside the hospitals. And I, I know for a lot of people that's real alarming to hear, to know that, hey, your mother, father, aunt, uncle, whoever died in the hospital, like, I don't think they had COVID and they went in for this and they came out and it's a COVID death. I mean, there's the joke which isn't very funny, you get into a car accident, well, you died of your injuries, but you really, at the end of the day, we wanted to collect $13,500 for the infection, so you died of COVID. That's real. Mm. And according to Johns Hopkins, that's also real. According to the other guy who submitted, and I have to go back and look at his emails, uh, John G, and you know who you are, or or John D, um, he has been submitting this uh, information for some time, Doug. Uh, yeah, and I just thank you for the caller for bringing it up because we we've been I don't think we've gotten any kind of deep dive on this because of our um, the assault on our our free speech uh, over over the last several days. But uh, thank you for thank you the caller. If you uh, had signed up at uh, rockdot.chat, you would have gotten uh, multiple links to all the coverage of this story. And, and some people are getting it wrong. Some people are getting it right. I think uh, in our morning blast this morning, I sent out a link that really walks you through the whole thing. This was a woman uh, working for Johns Hopkins, Dr. Genevieve Briand. Okay, she is an economist. So uh, immediately the Fauci public health Nazis want to say, you, you know, we, this is public health. This, what would you know about this? Um, it's actually kind of math. On November 13th, she puts up a YouTube lecture where she looked at the numbers. Um, she's uh, applied uh, economics assistant program director at Johns Hopkins. The title was COVID-19 deaths, a look at U.S. data. So she looked at all the CDC data and uh, she made some very interesting findings, uh, because, uh, potential reclassification of death by other diseases, such as heart disease. Uh, COVID-19 deaths simply because at the time of death, the individuals had COVID were listed as COVID deaths. So this goes up on November 13th. Video stands with no protest. Nobody two weeks ago is up there and nobody's making a big deal about it. Next up, Johns Hopkins student newspaper. A lot of people think this was in some sort of official peer-reviewed journal. It was the student newspaper that did the report on it on November 22nd. So it starts to get noticed, uh, and people start to obviously pick it up and, and say, hey, this is a credible mathematician, economist, to finding that there, there, there's no increase in deaths. So the school immediately backpedals uh, the student publication to pulls it down. Uh, we've deleted this. Uh, though making clear the need for further research, the article was being used to support false and dangerous inaccuracies about go. the impact of the pandemic. We regret that this article may have contributed to the spread of misinformation. This was a woman, an academic, who just put out her findings. This is how we find truth. Uh, thoughtful people, professionals and inside and outside of academia reveal their findings, and then we debate it. You don't pull it down because we don't like what she concluded when she was using the, the CDC's own data. Now, fortunately... It's on the Wayback Machine, this internet this website that crawls the web every day and just captures everything. And I actually got a copy this morning of the original article uh, from what's, what they call the Wayback, Wayback Machine. And uh, it's true, the Johns Hopkins Newsletter, it's called the Newsletter, it's a student publication. It's not a peer-reviewed journal, so you can't hold it up to the same uh, scrutiny because this was coverage of a YouTube lecture. But the fact of the matter is, this what was happened to this woman uh, is a great piece at the American Institute for Economic Research. It was a blatant attack attack on the work of a hardworking faculty member. It's also a plain violation of academic freedom. We do not have free speech simply to talk about the weather. We have free speech so we can talk about controversial things. Our free speech matters the most when we're talking about controversial things. And this is sick, truly sick. Uh, and kudos to the caller for bringing it up. 
And uh, it's just an example of, and again, this was a university censoring itself. This wasn't Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook. This is how pervasive this attitude is. Anybody who, you know, was that Chinese saying, you know, the, the, the bird that flies out of the forest first is the one to get shot down, that gets shot first, you know. Uh, any disagreement, any original thought, anybody who comes at this narrative from a different angle and doesn't conclude what Dr. Fauci wants us all to believe is shouted down, their work is ridiculed, their, 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 their input is taken off the Internet. This is, you know, we are, we're past or early Orwellian. We're well into, we're in mid-stage Orwellianism right now, and it's sick. I think we should also look at how John Hopkins reacted to their own publishing, mm. uh, and they buried it, and then they leveraged Snopes to suggest that, hey, look, they tried to attribute this to us, and a closer look at this uh, U.S. data that's coming in shows that we did not indeed say this, mm. when th it's right there. <laughs> this is the problem. We have to look at this uh, and uh, share that, uh, whatever you found in the Wayback Machine in uh, tonight's yeah. notes. There'll be a link to that yeah, at uh, rockoftalk.com. And, and the nice thing about that Wayback is it crawls the web, and you will see the original student newspaper article as it ran that day. So, you know, nobody's mediating it and, and, and censoring it and clipping little portions of it. You'll see it as it stood that day. All they did was cover a faculty member's research. This is the kind of thing univer good universities actually do. Academics put out their research. They put it out on the web. They they go they do, do a lecture, and then people write about it, and they debate it, and then you can have a panel discussion. That's kind of like how the Western intellectual tradition works, but I guess it doesn't work that so way So the problem anymore. with the report is that it backs up what we have been saying. Yes. That this whole entire thing disproportionately affects people with the pre-existing conditions. At the end of their That's lives. That's true. Yes. We know that from the data. Yes. The problem is is what such when such an authoritative institution like John Hopkins yes. comes out and says so, it's hard for a man like... Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks or any of these other people to disagree with that. So they retract it because at the end of the day, everybody has an agenda in 2020. Everybody is politically motivated. And if it in any way helps what conservatives believe and know to be true, both, then we're going to go ahead and remove it because we don't want to go ahead and add fuel to their very logical fire. 550-5500. Caller, you're in the queue. Go ahead. Yeah, I just uh, you know, wanted to bring up that we had, they had the White Coat Summit on Capitol Hill. It was a Dr. Simone Gold and some That's of those right. folks just talking about how in the states like ours, where they're not giving people medicine, they're just sending them home, of course the numbers are going to rise. And they were talking about how simple this could be solved if you just gave people medicine for the illness instead of sending them home until they're on their deathbed. And now you've got a hospital uh, patient, and, you know, it's just ridiculous. So when people say it's you know, in blue states, coronavirus exists. It's also worth explaining to, you know, whatever people you're trying to convince that it's because they're not giving them any medicine. So here we are. We're at this point where we could administer medicine. And even now, if you could believe it, we're going to start stalling on who gets the medicine first. All they can exactly. say is that they're about to release 100,000 dosages. But isn't that crazy how the stall tactic just keeps reinserting itself at every point so we can go ahead and politicize the next good news opportunity? That's what really bothers, I think, so many Americans because we're saying, we have a vaccine. It's coming in a week to two weeks. Well, now we got to decide who's eligible first. And there's not so much to go around. Or it didn't go through that many test stages. Or Donald Trump rushed it to market. We need another six months of delay. Like, when does it end? And not to mention the fact that Donald Trump himself, who is, right. what, overweight and, uh, you know, 70-some years old, 74 years old, 
He kicked it in the weekend. You know, we have people in the hospital. We're talking about the numbers are rising, the cases rising. And we have one example, the most famous person in the world, kicks it in the weekend with a collared shirt on. You know, it's ridiculous, These, you know, the arguments that some of these people have in blue states. Yeah, those uh, those Baylor professors, I believe they were. Were they not from uh, Baylor University Please in so. Texas? Yep, yep. They were the ones who were talk- talking about hydroxychloroquine and we can get it out and why aren't we using it? You, did you notice one thing that's completely dissipated from the uh, public debate? Hydroxychloroquine. When's the last time that you've talked about hydroxychloroquine? Until I just mentioned it, you probably haven't talked about it in the last two oh, months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, soon as, doc- as, as soon as Donald Trump healed up from the entire thing, there was no, uh, thanks for the phone call, there was no talk whatsoever about hydroxychloroquine, and that's what he was taking, a cocktail of zinc, hydroxychloroquine, yep. and something else. And, and there was a hearing in the Senate here, and I think it was Ron Johnson, who's a senator from, I want to say, Wisconsin, maybe, or Iowa, sort of upper Midwest. The week of Thanksgiving, I think it was the Monday before Thanksgiving, I watched this hearing online because... Uh, I was driving in one day, and Sean Hannity had one of the doctors who testified at this hearing. They were talking; they were talk, doctors, multiple doctors who had treated patients, talking about hydroxychloroquine and, and other treatments. And they were saying one of the ways we can deal with the, 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 the strain on the healthcare system is treat people right away at home, so they don't get bad enough that we need to get them to the hospital. So Ron Johnson had this panel hearing. Uh, he had some nasty Democratic senators, of course, just to try to try to downplay everything he was trying to do and accuse him of everything in the world because hydroxychloroquine can't work because or, bad bad orange man praised it one time, you know, eight months ago. So we have to destroy everything associated with bad orange man. So we had doctors on the panel who had been treating six patients successfully. They had a doctor uh, uh, zoom in from I think uh, Brown University and talk about how horrible this was and all the research shows hydroxychloroquine is so dangerous. I looked up this guy. He was treating. He was debating these doctors who were actually treating patients every day with this, this, with their recommended treatment versus an activist. This was a guy at Brown University. I looked up his Twitter feed. He seems to just tweet all day. He had not treated any patients. He was a blue check Twitter guy retweeting all the progressive stuff. He was basically just an activist. And so they were contrasting this guy at Brown University with at least one doctor from Baylor and a couple other doctors who were actually treating patients every day. Who are you going to trust, the doctors who are actually treating patients with this or some left-wing public health activist from Rhode Island? The, the contrast couldn't have been more clear, and I will send that link out in today's show, wrap because it was the week of Thanksgiving, and it just, it just got no press coverage. It was on the Hannity Show, and that's how I learned about it. Um, folks, this is why you have the Kiva, okay? We are supplying you this information. No matter how much they're trying to shut us down, that's why we're here. And you remember when those frontline MDs came out, they gave the video, yep. and then it was banned. And then Dr. Stella Emanuel, she got hit every which way but loose. Why? Because she is a black woman yes. who, with this very thick accent, who came out and spoke very, very fervently against the popular information that was coming from media and said, we don't have to worry about this. We have hydroxychloroquine. And then they went to say that she was sued. Yep. I believe they said that she was responsible for somebody else's death. Yeah, she was a witch doctor. Uh, yeah, that was, they, yeah, they, that was I great. remember the way that they totally went after and tried to destroy her life. That's what the media does to you. This is a woman... That was just all she was saying is, we don't need to die. We can treat this. But what do we, what, what's better for this population so that Donald Trump's not in the White House? Well, we need to go ahead and blame every single death and the fact that there's all these infections that get every single person tested. And who are we going to blame it? We'll blame it on the President of the United States, even though he hasn't stepped foot into most of these states during this pandemic. 441, back and forth. Ready? 
for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. I'm Aaron Jones. I'm the President and CEO of International Protective Service, better known as IPS. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service, IPS, providing peace of mind in an ever-changing world. Visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Friends ask me what my recommendations are. I just say, theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals, too. Theplaceilike.com. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. So long, Deluxe, and Sam Via Web, with our signature Solitone, Lumi Lips, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deborah Light from Camarillo Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Camarillo, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Dr. William Gardner provides good, rejuvenating sleep. Dr. Gardner, one of a few providers of the oral advanced therapy, the post sleep apnea device. This is great. It allows more oxygen to our sleep. Gardner accepts Medicaid for the Oat Sleep Apnea Device. 828-2669. 
All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. It's uh, going to stay cold overnight, definitely below freezing. And tomorrow, we'll get up to about 45. They say by weekend time, we'll be up to 50 degrees, so that's good news. Right now, in Corrales, 37 degrees, partly cloudy skies in Harris with 30 degrees and 39 degrees at the Rock of Talk. The uh, reason I bring up Harris too, is if you're heading... Uh, East on I-40, right past Carnewell, you're going to start really losing some speed. Just a real slow pattern to take you up to uh, Highway 14, the uh, the road to the uh, Sandia Crest. So just get ready. No accidents or stalls, just a slow pattern there. Police activity on the other side, though. This is going to be on I-40. This is westbound coming up on Unser. Very slow pattern develops all the way back at Rio Grande. Just a test of patience as you make your way west of Albuquerque. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Joe's Pasta House. Joe's Pasta House, they've got those uh, Joe's Big Buckets. Yeah, you tried those tonight. Seems like a good night for one, huh? Well, listen, you can get spaghetti and meatballs or just spaghetti with meat sauce if you want. Or you can take that chicken fettuccine Alfredo or Southwest chicken. Uh, that is just great because it's got green chili in it. Along with that, you get the large bucket of garden salad, the dressing, a loaf of fresh homemade bread. Choose one of five Joe's Big Bucket entrees right now at joes.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Should I fall out of the love my fire in the light? To chase a feather in Good Led Zeppelin there, all of my love. And, all good. Uh, we'll put all of some of that uh, music out there on the uh, rockoftalk.chat site as well. I know a lot of people ask, hey, what music do you guys listen to? What, you know, what was that song? We'll just start cranking that stuff out there uh, as well. If you're not getting the emails, I got one person who said uh, she did not get the email. Carol, uh, just uh, I'll, I'll visit the website. I'll respond to you directly, but we'll make sure that uh, you're getting the emails. Uh, and then... For the remainder of the month, every single person will get all the emails uh, that are on there. So we'll just make sure that everybody gets absolutely everything until the end of the year. Uh, so if you've signed up, you get it. Uh, but beginning uh, January 1, uh, 2021, uh, you want those daily emails with the uh, four or five blasts that come, comes out. Uh, you will have to be a paid subscriber. And it's really 15 cents a day. It's literally nothing. And uh we work hard at uh, getting all that information out. Oh, Eddie, so, just uh, during yes, the sir. break, I, I tracked down the hearing. I'm going to send that out to the, uh, our show summary tonight. It was called Early Outpatient Treatment, an Essential Part of a COVID-19 Solution. It was held uh, a week before Thanksgiving, November 19th. Ron Johnson, that would be the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Peter McCullough, as you said, from Baylor, uh, doctor. Uh, yep. Harvey Reich from Yale, doctor. Uh, George Farid, associated with Harvard and um, UCLA. So these guys don't know what they're talking about. Uh, clearly, I mean, their credentials are just horrible. I've never heard of any of those yeah, schools. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the fourth the fourth was brought in by the Democrats, Ashish Jha from Brown, who to, to poo-poo everything they were doing. But they exposed this guy as someone who does not actually treat patients. And the whole focus of this hearing was, how do we get people in early? And uh, Dr. I think it's Dr. Farid said, I have a, a triple cocktail, HCQ. Uh, azithromycin or doxycycline, and especially zinc. And I need to get this. My my preference is to get to this to you within the first five to seven days, so you can get this under control. So you don't have to go to the hospital. You don't get on the ventilator. You don't die. But again, you know, the media didn't cover this, uh, and uh, the Democrats, uh, a couple Democrats, showed up at this hearing to basically call you know Ron Johnson a monster. If you're succumbing to the fear, if you're running around with a 
mask while driving in your car. Oh, God. Uh, I'm not going to say you're an idiot. You're just misinformed. So best thing you could possibly do is tell people to listen to this radio station. Just have them tune in to AM1600 at 93.7 or abq.fm. It's literally the best gift you, you can give them because they're not hearing this information uh, anywhere else. Back to Dr. Stella here, and I went and, you know, it's been some time since I've looked at her. I wanted to say, like, June, July, and sure enough, it was June. Uh, she actually puts out this, the very same thing that Dr. Gardner, I believe, uh, uh, Rudy yes. was putting out. So this is a, a combination of zinc, zithromax, and hydroxychloroquine. Is that uh, is that what uh, Dr. Gardner was, was prescribing? I, I, or something similar, but yeah, yeah. Is that what, what he was prescribing, Rudy, and then the uh, local pharmacies wouldn't uh, prescribe hydroxychloroquine? Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Oh, he disconnected, hopefully his dad. But I'm pretty sure that it was something along those lines. Yep. Let me read her bio, because she introduces herself, and you have to know that this woman has been in the trenches. She says she's a primary care physician, Houston, Texas, went to medical school in West Africa, Nigeria. She took care of malaria patients, treated them with hydroxychloroquine and stuff like that, so I'm actually used to the medications that I'm prescribing. I'm here because I have personally treated over 350 patients of my own with covid Patients that have diabetes, patients that have high blood pressure, patients that have asthma, uh, old people. I think my oldest patient was 92 years of age, 87-year-olds, and the result has been the same. I put them on hydroxychloroquine, I put them on zinc, I put them on Zithromax, and they're all well, every one of them. For the past few months, after taking care of over 350 patients, we've lost not one. Not a diabetic, not somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person. We just recently lost one patient. So... Just think about this for a second. This woman goes to Washington, D.C., puts a reputation on the line, has been dealing with malaria in Nigeria, comes out and speaks out uh, against it. And this is the type of pushback that she would expect to receive from warlords of Nigeria, mm -hmm. not politicians in the United States of America. That's the problem that we're having. We should want to get better. We should want to heal. But... No one's talking about hydroxychloroquine or any of this stuff any longer. Now we're talking about further lockdowns. Why is nobody, why is your local news media not asking why we're not go ahead and, uh, we're not pushing hydroxychloroquine instead of all the PPE and the uh, space limitations of six feet and business shutdowns, which is happening eternally? This is not going to work. We know that you know that this is what is making so many of you angry, especially so many of those restaurants that we're now uh, hearing. I, I, what, what did Joe Biden? He got he broke his foot. How did he not catch <laughs> dog? How did he not catch uh, COVID nineteen after going <laughs> into the right. hospital? That's right. right yeah. I mean, we, we're sort of at that point. For those of you who are getting flu shots, that was happening uh, a lot as well. We'll take a couple of quick phone calls and then we'll get to. Uh, well, oh, just quickly, Eddie. I mean, just sure. to any left wing critics listening to us, Eddie is not giving you medical advice. I am not giving you medical advice. We are arguing for a vigorous debate and discussion about this moving forward. We should have had it on day one. That's the argument. Don't do anything. We tell you to. We, we are not doctors. Why can't we go to these professionals and let them hash it out and let them have discussion and, and, and give, let people trust the doctors that they have trusted over their lives or even get a second opinion? But we can't do that anymore because now we have narratives from elites in this country and anybody who departs from the narrative on any issue, George Floyd, hydroxychloroquine, you're just, you go right into the memory hole. So they've been prescribing hydroxychloroquine since I believe like the 50s. Oh, yeah. They yeah, did yeah, it for very, lupus. Yeah. They did it for uh, malaria, as we just said. I mean, there's all the – and then as soon as coronavirus came out, what did they stop prescribing? And what did they stop pushing at the local pharmacies? 
Don't you think that that's criminal? I do. That's the that's the debate that we should be having is we should make this stuff preventive. And there's got to be a doctor or two who's paid on the staff somewhere. It's like, yep, you don't want to get paid. I want my uh, hospital to make more money. $13,000 a coronavirus pop, $41,000 uh, for event. I'm going to read you some stats coming from the University of New Mexico Hospital in a moment. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Thanks for holding. Hi, guys. This is Alan. Hey, um, I, I, I wish people could understand that um, there are many folks out there who have a very clear agenda and are true believers in that independent nations, independent states cannot, um, cannot be allowed uh, if the um, if manageable, sustainable, they call it sustainable development of this planet can continue. They are clearly looking for very, very purposeful and directed um, focus to minimize individual and national, even national freedoms in order to create a collaboration that can be much easily managed. Right. And I would, I would encourage everybody to look at the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development because people truly, people in leadership, because this is a UN um, agenda, people in leadership around the world and many in the United States are focusing on this cooperative or so-called cooperative in order to create what they consider a sustainable development for the entire planet. And there are true believers out there, and many of them are in power, and it appears that they are, they are focused on this and are determined to manipulate things until they are in charge of sustaining the planet the way they believe needs to happen. Do you remember when I played the uh, video? I played the, uh, I think it was like a two-minute commercial, um, which is exactly what you talked about probably about a month and a half ago, and I was talking about the sta- uh, sustainable development goals um, that they had. It was a shorter one than the one that, that uh, I'm about to play for you uh, after the top okay. of the hour, but that is, it's unbelievable, uh, their, their runaway agenda, but it would require massive amount of population reduction as well. Well, the thing is, is we need we need the general public to recognize that there are genuine believers in this perspective who do not think that freedom can be managed by on a local level, on a state level, or even on a national level, but can only be manipulated at a world level. Let me play for it. Uh, I actually have it right here, sir. I want you to listen. I want everybody else uh, to listen uh, as well. This is uh, very scary stuff, and I think people need to start uh, paying attention uh, to what they are uh, working on against us. Our deep oceans and vast lands. Our unique nature and abundant biodiversity. Our lives. Our future. We are at a crossroad. We are facing unprecedented challenges. We have to make the right turn now. We must put ourselves on course towards a sustainable future for all. Now, remember, this is a promotion that happened in September of last year. Bill Gates was meeting with his group in the Gates Foundation in October. Uh, the, the time that the Wuhan virus got sent out was mid-November. 
by the end of January it was here. Uh, how do these not go hand in hand with one another? And we must realize our global goals. To make this happen, we need to act now. And we need to accelerate action. To world leaders we say, listen up. This is, I think, the top priority of all governments. And we must work together to achieve the sustainable development goals. Please ensure that young people are fundamentally at the core of everything that you do. Don't just leave us behind, don't just wait until we hit 30 and leave us to just try and work it out for ourselves. Work with each other because we're all sharing one planet. It's important to understand what's already working and how can those ideas be scaled up to reach even more people. Sustainable Development Goals, the Paris Agreement, these are remarkable tools to actually look to a sustainable future for the planet. What we need is the world leaders to really believe in them and to really deliver them. There are things that we just can't imagine that can happen in terms of the food supply, in terms of climate change, in terms of flooding of coastal areas in the United States and beyond that could happen, are going to become very normal in the next 20, 30 years. This may be our last chance, these next 20 years. There you go. Not last there's, there's, there's Alec Baldwin leading the charge for the sustainable <laughs> development. Uh, but to your point, uh, there it is right there. This whole agenda of what they're trying to achieve now, the outcomes of COVID-19, had everything to do with the 2030 agenda, uh, to your point. So it's interesting, um, Eddie, and I, and I apologize if I'm taking too much time. Yeah, that's okay. But, We're going to uh, hit the top of the hour. We'll bring you back. We've got a couple of other callers uh, as well. But uh, we'll bring you back uh, in, uh, at 5.02. So just uh, hold the line. We'll get your final comments on that. We'll continue the conversation. Thanks, everybody, for listening here in the Kiva. AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockandtalk.com, 550-5500. I'll get to your text uh, later. Your calls, same number. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. It has their support. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The top Democratic leaders in Congress signaling support for a bipartisan coronavirus relief package. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer say in the spirit of compromise, a $908 billion coronavirus proposal introduced this week by several Republican and Democratic senators should be used as the basis for immediate negotiations. The dollar figure represents far less than the more than $2 trillion preferred by Democratic leaders and it includes a liability provision desired by Republicans. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has been less supportive of the proposal, arguing his plan, spending about half a trillion dollars and relying on unspent COVID relief funds, would be signed into law by President Trump. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. President-elect Joe Biden also backs it, but he wants a larger aid package. The full Congress should come together and pass a robust package of relief to address your urgent needs now. Biden made a comment at a virtual roundtable on the economy. The Food and Drug Administration is now considering emergency approval of the Pfizer vaccine for COVID-19. CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield says they will not be sacrificing safety for speed. I do think the FDA is really looking at the rigor to make sure that they really uh, uh, turn over every stone to look at this data to make sure they understand fully 
what uh, the safety profile is, what the side effects are, so that there can be transparency for the American public. The approval for the vaccine could come as soon as next week. Then the first doses would be distributed. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar has said it will go to health care workers and long-term care facility residents first. The vaccine was approved in the U.K. today. Rafer Johnson, who won the decathlon at the 1960 Rome Olympics and helped subdue Robert F. Kennedy's assassin, has died. He was 86. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. If you missed a turn, there's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured. All right, here we go for the second hour, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Glad to have you with us. Weather, it's going to be cold tonight. There's no getting around that. And tomorrow, it'll warm up to about 45, and by weekend time, they say 50. So that's some good news. Right now, though... It's definitely cold. Santa Fe, 29 degrees. It is 36 in Knob Hill and 37 at the Rock of Talk. And on the roadways, again, still really struggling there on uh, your getaway from Kirtland Air Force Base. I'm not sure why, but it seems to have grown even to a tighter drive. Central up to the I-40, nothing but stop-and-go traffic. If you're heading out westbound on I-40, get ready. That drive a real tough one from about Rio Grande Boulevard all the way to just past Coors Road. Police activity in the center divided the part of that. But further westbound, right before Atrisco Vista, looks like it's stop and go 10 to 15 miles an hour all the way out to Rio Puerco. That was an accident from early this morning. Still working on that in the center divider. So a very, very slow trip there. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. They are the home of this incredible water. It's alkaline water called Canyon Water. If you would like, you go into LifeSpring at Salon Helena. They're right there on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And you can get a gallon a day. You can get it whatever you want. And if you'd like, you can get that every single month for $30. And you get the water that you want, two gallons at a time, whenever you go in. Healthy water, alkaline water, it's what we're looking for in today's world. All right, Canyon Water, LifeSpring Salon Helena on Manal, uh, west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, if you can hear it, and on the web in the app, abq.fm, from anywhere on the planet, great reception 24-7, and for you low-tech guys, kiva.am, abq.am, kiva.am, abq.fm, you're good to go. We try to make it as easy as possible so you can just throw it onto your Bluetooth in your car. Uh, as well, uh, Dowd completely annotates the entire show with all the links and everything we discuss. 
as we're talking about everything that you're hearing here, and we have all these very intelligent callers with great input, we go to this information, and it's very organic, and then we share those links so that way you can go ahead and grab that. Hey, they were talking about something interesting on the radio today. What was it? Well, you don't have to worry no more. For 15 cents a day, you jump on board, click on the link, and it's literally the links that we are listening and looking uh, and at. And also, folks, we welcome feedback. Uh, we don't censor your speech. If you want to post it on the site, you want to contact us directly. Uh, you know, you got you got Eddie's The Five Line. You can doubt it, doubt Musk, if you want to correct something I've said. We like to have engagement and dialogue. We're not about shutting down opinion, okay? We're going to stumble our way toward the truth in the human race. That's the goal. That's why we need debate and dialogue and discussion, I guess. Our overlords don't believe that anymore, but some of us still believe that. You know, it was censored uh, on the news uh, yesterday, especially on that uh, crime thing. But, well, that's the story for the other day. I think the other thing that's really important is you can rename, uh, become totally anonymous. You don't need Facebook. You know, don't need Twitter. Yep. Um, you don't have to worry about anybody coming after you, your job, for your political opinions. And then you can go pages and pages. We've got uh, one lal- uh, lady by the name of V.S., and she goes in there, and she is probably one of the most intelligent contributors there. And she knows who she is, and I absolutely love reading her stuff. It's very, very insightful. And, and uh, was it Red Hawk, Green Hawk? That's one of our – I'm a big fan of whoever that is. I don't know if it's who a cares? man or a woman. It could, could be anything. We don't need to know who it is. And <laughs> yeah. what, uh, honestly, we don't really care. We just no. know that that's just one of the voices uh, who's out there. Caller, you're back, and uh, we'll just wrap it up. Your final comments on the Sustainable uh, Development Agenda 2030 UN, which is being implemented here uh, on steroids in the uh, city of Albuquerque and the state of New Mexico. Yeah, I just want to encourage people to go to the Agenda 2030 website. It's very, very specific. The language is they are very, the language states we are determined to make this thing happen. Um, they're very utopian in their belief, which, which separates, excuse me, which um, distinguishes uh, That's not the right right way to put it, and I apologize. They're very utopian in their belief, which is not what the principles of this country and other countries have been founded on. And what we're finding now is that we, we are indeed frogs in the frying pan, to make an analogy or a metaphor, um, and the heat is really being turned up, and there are still many who choose to not believe what's happening to them, that in fact their feet are burning, the fire is getting turned up higher, and there will not be a place to go. In, in the, the last 50 to 100 years, the United States has been the place for people to go to to escape the utopianism of many other countries, China, Russia, many of the Eastern Bloc countries from the 30s through the 70s, even into the 80s. We just have to become smart as individuals. That's the thing that makes this country great. It's individual thought. And as you folks have been saying, then discussing those ideas freely and openly, and this is the most important point, and truthfully, which is not what is happening today. Guys, I really appreciate your time. You've been yeah, very, what, very What is your name, sir? What's your first name? Alan. Alan, uh, send me a text directly with your email address. Uh, so I can okay. give you a membership uh, on the website, and I'd like for you to interact with the people 
uh, in our community and educate them and share the links and all that information as well. We've got a couple of guys who go in and the information that, that they share, they share there and more and more people. I'm finding that they're taking that information and they're running to Facebook and they're pulling people back into our community. So uh, please just text me directly at 550-5500. Uh, great, uh, great, great caller. I mean, I mean, Alan, thank you for that. And I really like your use of the word utopian. These are people, I don't know what's wrong with their psyche. Uh, rich dopes like Prince Charles, tech billionaires who want to control the world, politicians, you know, the international, the, the Davos crowd, the, the dip, diplomatic corps, you know, the John, our new climate czar, John Kerry, you know, those kind of people, um, they are what... Grover Norquist calls coercive utopians, and you're right. There, you couldn't be. It couldn't be more that vision, and they are pursuing it, and they're very aggressive about it. They don't even really hide it anymore. Um, that vision is such a contrasting vision to a government of of of, of to a, a, a nation, a republic of people who are interested in self government and pursuing their own self interest as they see fit, not being part of a cog in a larger wheel. And I will read for the for Alan's benefit. I'll read my favorite quote from Justin Romando, the late Justin Romando, who was a great great non interventionist libertarian writer uh, exposing the military industrial complex. And I will, it's a pretty quick quote. Ordinary people have no place in the grand designs of ideologues, whether they be Marxists, democratic capitalists, or advocates of technocracy. Their place is that of extras and mob scenes as backdrop for the dramas enacted by gods and heroes, the rulers, and self-appointed vanguard parties charged with enforcing and implementing the grand blueprint. I'm not interested in being part of somebody's grand blueprint. I'm interested in living my life, and I think probably most of the callers are interested in living their lives. Too. That's why we've done it for 244 years, but part of that uh, experiment also has to do with the way that we have been uh, uh, doing our voting here in the state of New Mexico. The Secretary of State, uh, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, heads of all the Secretary of States, no doubt she had a heavy hand in the Dominion purchases for other states and advising them. And uh, we've had uh, voter issues for years. The district attorney and the Arnold tool, go look it up. Uh, please reference that in our Rock of Talk chat uh, tonight. Uh, one of the reasons why you see very effective uh, or how effective the criminals are about getting in, getting out, and having that turnstile justice system has to do with the threat assessment that is being employed by your judicial system, which is called the Arnold Assessment Tool. That assessment tool is run by a, a couple of ideologue liberals who want to basically turn out every single criminal to some of the most uh, calamitous uh, results here, not just in our community, but every community, 38 of them in all, that have, uh, that have adopted the Arnold uh, Tool doesn't matter what it is, they pursue that vision relentlessly. Why do we as the GOP, why do we as conservatives choose not to do that? And why do we to continue to lay down? When are we going to start to ask that question that every single battle is worth fighting? And it doesn't make us less. I saw a great quote this morning from one of the talkers on the station. He said, we would all be redcoats. We'd all march in line, and we would just go for the slaughter while these guys are running around without any boots, without any ammunition, beating the tar out of us. Why do we have to act so incredibly uh, mannered, and, and why do we care so much about what other people think of us? If we don't fight with everything that we have left in us for this country, there will be no country left uh, here uh, for us to inhabit. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. What's up? It's Pete. Pete, shoot. Um, just kind of jumping in real quick on this whole election thing. I think, um, obviously, I think the, the election was 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 uh, rigged, you know, um, mail-in ballots the whole night. But wh- where do we go from here? If Trump doesn't 
win, you know, if he doesn't battle this out all the way to the Supreme Court and he and he is and he loses, where where do we go? I mean, because these 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 machines are going to be in place for the next election. And honestly, if 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 Trump, I really truly believe Trump is the last hope for this nation. I mean, it's beyond him at this point. I'm I'm looking at it from from the standpoint of our elections are are gone. They're 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 null and void. It doesn't even matter if they can get away with this. And, I think. And seen, I think. Let, let me jump in here, Pete, because uh, you asked a question that everybody wants to know. They all want to know the answer to, and I can't pretend to have the answer. But I'll tell you where I think the answer is going to be. And this is why I said dig in for the next four years. I already said uh, for the next six to ten weeks uh, after the uh, the election. We've seen how incredibly weak the executive branch is, okay? A tremendous amount of push, a lot of achievements for Donald Trump, but it ended once the coronavirus uh, began. They basically emasculated the presidency because we were now listening, or he was. He was doing, quote-unquote, the right thing, listening to Burks and Fauci and following the data and following the experts. It led us right into this river that all – we're like lemmings going to the ocean at this point. That's what we are. Now – to answer your question, we have um, Sidney Powell. We have every single one of these states, which all have different election rules, state by state. Wisconsin's different from Ohio, is different from Michigan, is different from Florida, is different from Arizona, is different from Nevada. We've got to attack that in every single state with the Republican Party. The one thing that Donald Trump did achieve for us is getting to us that 6-3, well, depending upon if you want to count John Roberts or off, 5-4 lead. If we don't win Georgia, the Supreme Court won't matter. So how do we do this? We file these uh, legals, uh, legal briefings that are going to go all the way to the Supreme Court, and we take the fight to them over the next four years, and we basically boycott everything that, bo- uh, that Joe Biden wants to do. We fight with what's left in us uh, uh, for the, the future of this country 250 years on. And when's 250 years? That's uh, 2026. So, you know, the fight uh, has only just begun, in my opinion. I hope you're right. I don't know. I, 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 I am right on that. Like, no, I am I yeah, am right I on that part. But I know. But to me, it just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. If, this, if they can get away with this much fraud and it's blatant, you know, they, I mean, obviously. You know, we let them, Pete. You know I that know, we, I know, but we let them. We encouraged them. We had the Lincoln Republicans. There was no cohesiveness. There was no right. cohesiveness just, in the Republican Party. I, I'm going to read something to you. This is the perfect time to do it. Pete, stay tuned. Now, let me just, just – uh, sorry to run, run you over here, but I cannot, no, wait, well, I cannot wait to read this to you. I've got this. Right. This, is, this is from Republicans. And I've identified seven Republicans who are part of, of this group. Okay? This is called the Lincoln Project. I'm, I'm familiar with them. Okay, so it says 50,000 signatures required. Thank the Lincoln Project for putting co- – remember, this is Republicans – for putting country over party and working to defeat Trump, the Lincoln Project. Sign your name now. Defeating Trump was an all-hands-on-deck effort. Democrats, independents, and Republicans worked tirelessly to end Trump's presidency once and for all. And the Lincoln Project is a group of dedicated Republican campaign operatives – who launched dozens of viral anti-Trump attack ads. I've identified seven in this state, by the way. Wow. And you know the names. Let me just put it that way. Looking forward to uh, next Tuesday. If I win that GOP election to become chairman, every one of those Lincoln uh, Republicans will be exposed, by the way. Wow, wow, wow. And the Lincoln Project is a group of dedicated Republican campaign operatives who launched dozens of viral anti-Trump attack ads. They put country above party. The work was so brave. 
So to say thank you for their incredible work, we are collecting 50,000 signatures to say thank you to the Lincoln Project. Do you know how much money the Lincoln Project spent on trying to go against Republican Senate candidates? It's incredible. It's insane the amount of money. And to go against Donald Trump himself. These are Republicans. Uh, these are Democrats who are posing as Republicans, and they hate Donald Trump and what the Republican Party has become. They want it to be the old way, where we just basically had that compassionate conservatism of the Bushes. That's who they want back in the White House. Yeah, I just, the way I look at it now, like, you know, Trump had that dinner the other night, his Christmas dinner, and he said, yeah. oh, you know, if I'm not here, I'll be back in four years. And I'm like, the guy, he won't be back in four years. We're going to need... Someone else other than him, I, you know, I have no clue. Maybe it's Candace Owens, you know, maybe Dan Bongino. I have no idea, you know. But but Trump, like I said, if he's not willing, to, and I know he's, he's, I think this is what I try to tell people. They picked the wrong president to do this to because he's a fighter and he united us. He really did. He united this country. He did it for everybody. And, you know, Joe Biden's coming out and, and trying to steal Trump's center. And let me ask you a better question uh, rather than, would you, if you were Donald Trump, want to be president of the United States again? If you were 77, 78 years old, would you want to? Honestly, if, if just looking at Trump and, and seeing what he's done and, and uh, you know, I think he really does want to help this country. And I think that's his, he really wants to be the greatest president this country has ever seen. And I think that's his, his moral compass. I think that he wants to, to really make this country great and really take us away from the grasp of China's grip. And um, you know, take us away from the from the uh, the socialist mentality that's that's infiltrated this country. But but Pete, my question is: at seventy seven, seventy eight years of age, would you want to? I wouldn't. But you know, I'm not Trump, and I've seen okay, that's Trump a good answer. Beat, I like that. Corona, that's good. The, you know, Trump beat the corona. No. You know what I mean? I get it. No, I get it. I'm right there with you. And uh, tr trust me, there isn't a sticker that'll come down or a flag that'll come down uh, in my office that is supporting Donald Trump. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Hello, Eddie. Hey, uh, on the subject of Donald Trump's path to the presidency, okay, the other day I heard uh, Alan Dershowitz say that Donald Trump had several paths to the presidency. And that made me think of a provision in the Constitution, okay? It's uh, Article 3, Section 2, which says that in any case, which, uh, which specifies the cases in which the Supreme Court has original jurisdiction. In other words, you go directly to the Supreme Court. And it says, in all cases affecting ambassadors, other public ministers, and consuls, and those in which a state shall be party, the Supreme Court shall have original jurisdiction. So that means that if Donald Trump personally or his or his campaign sues one of the states, it will go directly to the Supreme Court. Okay, so that tells me that he does. Ha that's at least one path that he has to the, the uh, only the, the only presidency. the only the only path is the Supreme Court at this point. Okay, G so you, given uh, given what you've seen with uh, Michigan right. and Wisconsin. And those coming in for Biden. And remember, there's lots of fraudulent votes in the midst of all that. It has to go okay. to the Supreme Court. So what has to happen, you know what a paradigm is, right? A pattern, you know, something that yeah. you can see and, and exactly what Rand Paul was pointing out. We have to see right. that other places. And we have proved uh, 
have been able to prove that. But once it gets thrown out of the local state courts, which is controlled all by Democrats, and there's a few right. Republicans, like the uh, the one in in Pennsylvania, they know that by in the case of those Republicans, if they kick it out, it's going to get elevated to the Supreme Court. So the quicker they kick it out, it doesn't mean a Trump loss. They're like, yeah, just move right. it along because we know that the only people who can save it at this point are, is going to be the Supreme Court. So. You know, settle, okay. settle, settle in. Uh, no hurry. Uh, I don't know no. why we're. It would just take your time. We can go all the way to the middle of of January and let's yeah. relax and and uh, let this thing uh, take its course. I agree with you. It's far from over. All right, okay. I got to take a couple other calls. I appreciate okay. you calling in. Thanks so much. All right, uh, I, I'm really um, trying to get to everybody. There's a full co- uh, board of callers. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, this is Derek Scott. Yes, Derek. Go ahead, please. Yeah, hey, so I'm calling in also regarding some issues that I'm getting concerned about with all this things. Sure. <laughs> Everything that's been going on is with people with disabilities have kind of gotten forgotten about in this whole situation. And I, as my personal shot of this is, you know, I don't see anything under Biden that would do good for us. I mean, you had our governor trying to take control of deciding who – it's uh, COVID and, and medical, right? Fortunately, it seems that our state representatives saw that and didn't give her all the power, right? But I just, I'm really getting concerned that, you know, we're getting lost in all this. You, you know, are. It's becoming no, terrible with zero the COVID doubt. issue. Um, Dude, like, what's happened to me medically? I haven't gotten the medical needs that I need. I, I've been just totally thrown away and forgotten about. What is your you disability know? or disabilities? I have multiple sclerosis. Wow. And I'm wheelchair bound because of it. So, yeah, let's let's slow down here for a sec. I really want you to take the time um, and and talk about this because disproportionately is what we hear all the time. Black community is is disproportionately affected. The Native American yeah. community is disproportionately affected. So we have a, a, a company in our hallway here called Dungarvan. I'm, are you familiar with that? Uh, firm? No. Okay, so no, they take care of, of uh, the disabled, and there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who come into our elevators and they're disabled, they're wheelchair-bound, so we're very conscious about them. If I walk out and I see anybody in the hall whatsoever on the other side, you can bet not only do I have my mask, but I wait for them to pass all the way through because right. you, you, of anybody who can be impacted directly from what we think is COVID, <laughs> it could be just your susceptibility to COVID-19, uh, but what we think is COVID, I'm not going to take a chance because I'm not a medical expert, right? right. I mean, they, they, that's not what I'm doing. But you're 100% correct. But let me throw something else in there for you, uh, uh, Scott. And this is the number of suicides. How many times have we yeah. talked about that? Oh, gosh, How yeah. many times oh, have gosh. we talked about not just... They won't even publish the numbers. Yeah, so all of these people are forgotten about. It's not just the, the yeah. handicapped... It's the people yeah, it's with, with the, mental illness, the people, people who are committing health. suicide, and then the families, the families who have to be caretakers for the elderly. What about the well, young the, people who are 20, 30, 40 years of age and have to take care of their ailing grandparents, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then have, they have to go out and come back. They can't get a job. They've already gone through their yep. unemployment, or maybe What's they weren't employed whatsoever. How are they going to go ahead and make ends meet? That, those yep. are like three groups well, right there. And what's worse about this is uh, I roll it into what, we're, what you're talking about is people with disabilities have been abused with this voting issue. And I've personally seen it and reported it, and nothing's happened. Right. 
You get what I'm saying? Uh, people with disabilities and also a aging people were used, and we saw it in, in Pennsylvania. I saw it here in New Mexico where they were getting abused and used on their vote. Do you okay. have the use of you? You have the use of your extremities. Uh, yeah, my arms. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're able to fill out voting, but that that isn't always yeah. the case. I I I personally go out and I went in personally and got it done, but there, I volunteered with the parties to just help people get it done, right? Wow. And just help them because maybe they can't read it, so we read it for them, and then they fill it out. You're you like know. a living angel. You're amazing. Well, and I did that during this election, but the thing is, is you won't believe how many stories we got of people telling us they weren't getting a chance to vote because them in the facility weren't being allowed. Unless, and they were literally told, unless you vote for our side, we're not going to take you. We're not wow. going to help you. Okay. I'm not joking about that. Say that again. I have, Say I that have, again very slowly for all of our... our... So, so at the facilities, at aging facilities, what... They were being told, and that's why we got called to go in and take them to the to the polls, is they were being told that they wouldn't be taken by the people that are supposed to take them places. They weren't going to be taken unless they voted a certain way. And then a woman I took care of, I won't mention her now, but we took care of also, she called to get help because she couldn't read. She was having trouble reading, and she just wanted somebody to read it for her. They said, we'll do it if you vote a certain way when she called a certain party, if you know what I mean. Uh, well, the Democrat Party, and I do yep. know what you mean. And yeah. uh, do we have persons responsible? Um, well, like I said, these people Andy, that you, I well, know. Do you swear to an affidavit, it. not that I want to put you through anything else. Just... I would do it. I would do it, but nobody's contacted me. I've contacted the U.S. Department of Justice. I've contacted people about this, and nobody's contacted me back about it. What can They've we do? What can we do, Doubt? Wow. What can we do here? Like, serious? I am incredibly angry right now just thinking about this. And I, I can tell you, I haven't devoted one inkling of time or thought or anything to this. And I think about just about everything. And honestly, I didn't think about everything. Well, we're, we're, this is huge. This is gigantic. Yeah. I mean, the number of, of handicapped people in any society is, right. is like right around three, three and a half percent, I want to sure, say. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yep. That adds up in, in, in a swing state, in a close election. Yeah. Yes, it does. And they did this in Pittsburgh. They found it in, what was it, two aging facilities that they were just, they just went through and had them fill it out their certain way. You know, and they, they found that, what was it, that, that congressman that was running who's fighting in court over, what was it, Bill 77 or something like that? I, oh, I forgot the bill name in, in Pennsylvania. But he found that also. Uh, here's the like numbers. Said, can, can, so, can I keep here. you on? I got to check on weather yeah, and sure. traffic. Yeah. I'm yep. sorry. I am no, infinitely no interested in what you have yeah, to say. Been, I'm sorry for the other callers. No, it's okay. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, trying just, to get just, in. So. Yeah, just, okay. just, yeah, just stay on. I want to keep him on uh, uh, really quick. Percentage of adults with functional disability types. Mobility, 13.7%. Just think about that for a second. And all the early voting and the taking to and fro, and we're not going to help you unless you vote the right way. Mm. And don't you, can you imagine? You're dependent on people for medication, mobility, food in many cases, and uh, do what you're told, I guess, or you don't get what you need. I think, I think this is quite possibly one of the biggest missing stories of the year. Mm. I, have you thought about it this at all? Didn't, didn't even occur to me. <laughs> didn't even occur to you, right? I, you know, I'd heard stories about abuse of in elder care facilities where they fill out the ballot for the older 
person who might not be sort of clued into this, but you're talking about the disability community, which is not limited to just older folks, it, you know, from, from birth to 80. <sighs> I'm deeply, deeply, deeply disturbed. Let's check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Cold night tonight, but things will improve as we get into the weekend. They say 50 by the time we get to Saturday. Right now, at the Star Center, it's 39, I'm sorry, 34 degrees, 37 in Four Hills, and 36 at the Rock of Talk. All right, if you're on the U.S. 550, that southbound southeast trip is going to be a little bit tough. Under 15 miles an hour, basically, from coming to the Pueblo out to the Rail Runner. If you're making your way northwestbound, not a problem out to the Santa Ana Star. Coors Boulevard southbound, under 20 miles an hour from San, uh, San Ysidro to Arinal, and that's probably just some construction in that area. That's all I'm aware of there. And again, if you're westbound on I-4 to get ready, that trip's just really tough. That's from an accident earlier today with the snow. Uh, basically from uh, Trisco Vista, about a mile before that, you're going to start pumping the brakes. And that is the story all the way out to Rio Puerto. So just get ready for all of that. All right, Salon Deluxe is our sponsor this time for the traffic. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. As you know, they have opened up once again today, so they're allowed to open. And they're saying make sure and make an appointment and get your hair done, your nails, your skin, anything you need done before Christmas because you want to look great at Christmas. In case something happens between now and then, make sure you make the appointment and get yourself in. SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Hey, Rudy, very quickly. I know uh, I know a lot of people are out there and a lot of businesses, but are, are there some businesses out there that are, are deciding to go ahead and stay open and just aren't saying anything and, and trying to keep things running for themselves? Because what else would be their alternatives? Are, are you aware of like a, a group or do you, do you know of businesses that are trying to do that? You know, I don't know of a group. I know of a couple of individual places. I uh, God, what is the name of the ice cream spot? Uh, there at the old Kiss. Well, we, we don't want to draw. Att- we don't want to draw attention to them. What I just want to know is if there are people doing it, because I think if we can tell people that we know more and more businesses that are doing it, it's uh, going to be pretty uh, impossible to uh, for the state to police this stuff. I mean, these are businesses that have to pay bills and keep people working, especially during this time of year. Well, you know what? I don't know of any group, but I do know of a few places here and there that are just going ahead and saying, look, this is my business. This is my livelihood. I've got to go after it. And you know what? If I get uh, fined, well, we'll deal with that when that comes. Yeah, and I think it's totally unenforceable. And I think uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham would have a very, very difficult time of uh, of, uh, well, of looking good while she's doing it's that. It's worse than unenforceable. It leads to selective enforcement. You know, yeah. if, if enough people are doing it, you can target target the people who, uh, let's say, maybe don't vote the right way or don't think the right way. <sighs> oh, it's kind of crazy. America 2020. All right. Uh, back to our caller uh, who is on hold. Uh, Scott, I believe. Is that is that it, sir? That's Yeah, that's my last okay. name. But first name, Derek. That's okay. Uh, Derek, we got lots of people here who are interested in helping you along. So if you want to pass your information along or whatever we can possibly do, there's going to be people who want to help and file reports. But it seems like you've done a lot of that legwork already. Um, I've done some, but like I said, I've gotten no responses. So I'm just kind of treading water at the moment. Uh, attorneys, you know? have you spoken to any attorneys? Are any attorneys no, even interested I, in any of that? I, I, well, yeah, I've tried to talk to attorneys, but some of them say it's conflict of interest. Conflict of interest? So, You're oh, an yeah, officer I of the court. Further. I, I know. Yeah. My gosh. So, 
Yeah. All right, it's, Derek, uh, text me directly. I'll give you a membership uh, to www.rockoftalk.chat. No social media, no Facebook, no Twitter. And uh, we'll end up in your inbox uh, every single day. We'll give you the blast. We'll give you uh, all of the show notes. We'll give you a complete recording of this. And uh, you, of course, can hear yourself uh, on that and share it with uh, everybody. If you're from you like. the legal community and you're listening to us right now, you know, send yeah. some thoughts our way. <laughs> Call in, text yeah. in. Uh, we want to help this young man. Crazy. All right, Carl, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Uh, we just had a couple of weird things happening here at the office uh, that we've been kind of taking note of. Oh, who am I and speaking today, to? Or what's your first name? Uh, oh, this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Go ahead. Hey, uh, so we're in essential business, and okay. uh, we're, we're in a commercial real estate. Uh, we have some spaces for lease in our building, and we think pretty conclusively that someone stopped by today at the office uh, to do kind of a covert uh, Rona safety check on us. Uh, it was someone, uh, they weren't really, uh, you know, uh, we, are, we are looking to lease space to other businesses. Uh, we were asking some leading questions. What kind of business are you in? Why are you interested in being in our building? Why are you, being, why are you interested in being in this area of town? How did you hear about us? And uh, they were so woefully unprepared with the cover story. It was so bizarre. Um, I, I did do some preliminary background research. I'm actually driving, but this person appears to have picked up a new uh, contract with the state uh, that has to do with uh, kind of social services in regards to COVID. Uh, so it, it's, it's just it's so suspicious and I, I just I, I I always laughed about you know how she had hired a bunch of Stasi but now it feels like they're out in force kind of looking to probe probe businesses and uh, cause trouble how do you feel about uh, just denying any sort of entry locking the front door and uh, having I, no admittance? Uh, we are that is our policy actually right now and well, then uh, they violated uh, their very own policy well, that they're trying to enforce Sure. As luck would have it, uh, our uh, secretary left the front door unlocked, and uh, she helped herself into the office. So it was, you know, kind of we had let ourselves become victim. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, I didn't like that experience whatsoever. I'll, I'll tell you that. Well, I think you just provided great information to the community in terms of people being out there. So I think we would tell businesses uh, to go ahead and uh, keep their doors locked. And uh, unless they recognize and uh, people have appointments or can state their business, you know, people can just go by appointment only. I know a lot of people uh, who are doing that that just don't have that open door policy. And I think uh, your experience today, I think, is going to help a lot of people who are now going to keep their doors locked. And unless you state your yeah. business or why you're here or what you're interested in, uh, there's no reason to really kind of yeah. come through and, uh, and browse. And I know right. a lot of shops right now uh, are doing, you know, just much like our governor, right? She had a personal appointment at... What was the name of the Lillary? jewelry store? Yeah, she was uh, over at... Lily Barrick. Lily Barrick. Yeah, Lily Barrick. So she went to go see her friend Lily Barrick, and Lily Barrick's like, oh, oh, of course the governor will take care of you. And, you know, I'll never patronize right. Lily Barrick. Uh, I don't have anything yeah. against her. I, I knew her sister. Well, 
I know their, their commercial real estate holdings. I know all the things that they do, but I can tell you this much. You know, we see a lot of the same type of behavior by Nancy Pelosi. We see the same type of behavior by Gavin Newsom. And uh, so it, what's good for me, uh, but not for thee. Uh, and uh, right. this type of attitude is not good. So when we find these Stasi, the best uh, thing to do, and I'm glad we're using these terms. I think it's fine. Uh, it's things that we can go back before. Take pictures of them and ask them to produce their ID mm-hmm. before they enter your door. And if they in any way are hostile, you, of course, know uh, the laws in terms of protecting your own personal safety and what you're entitled to. So uh, the other thing I do have on the front of my uh, uh, space here is I have cameras everywhere. Mm -hmm. I have cameras on the front. I have cameras on the server. We have cameras all the way around the building. And uh, that's, I think, the best investment that any of us uh, can make because – uh, liability is absolutely everywhere, and that's all they're trying to do uh, with you is leverage yeah. and liability. And I can tell you that Michelle Lujan Grisham isn't about to take not a person to court at this point on any of this because the public pushback on her would be tremendous, and she certainly wouldn't try to bring that negativity on her while she's uh, uh, going through the uh, very keen eye of getting um, uh, vetted for the Health and Human Services Secretary. So keep that in mind as well. Absolutely. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah, good stuff. Right? Weird, I, weird stuff going yeah, on out there. Weird just, stuff. Uh, even up on a, even up on a crest <sighs> in a snowy crest, uh, it's all over the place, isn't it? Back after a quick break, and uh, we will check weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. 
Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes, and the list goes on, not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. It's the answer, 505-550-4994. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Cold night tonight, and uh, by Saturday, maybe up to 50 degrees. So that's some good news for us. Right now, it's freezing in Rio Rancho, 31 degrees, 35 in Knob Hill, and 36 at the Rock of Talk. Still a stubborn drive on the westbound side of I-40. About a mile before Atisco Village, you're going to just hit the brakes. Very solid pattern all the way out to uh, just about Rio Puerto. That's the scene of an accident much earlier today that they're still cleaning up, and so it's just an attention-getter and very tough drive for you. Uh, if your drive takes you on San Mateo, for some reason, it's a little bit slow between uh, on the southbound side of San Mateo between Comanche and Candelaria. And this traffic report is brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop. I talked with them today. They are open, and they're allowed to be open. So they're going to be open uh, starting today and all the way uh, till further notice. So this is good news. This is a place that has the biggest Forever. Yes. And they should be because they're great. The largest humidor in the southwest. Now, this is a temperature-controlled thing, and that's really important to people that are really uh, cigar aficionados. You get the largest selection of blends and prices. Plus, they have tobacco and uh, classy pipes, no doubt about that. Big, uh, huge uh, display of those as you walk in the door. Monte Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Thanks for sponsoring the traffic, and now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Little song inspired by Ryan there, right? <laughs> 
knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Open the door. I let him in. Gotta love Paul McCartney. Good stuff. Let him in there by Wings. And uh, we'll push out uh, all the music that we have right here. We'll uh, place it there right in the uh, show notes uh, as well. And I'll put a complete uh, complete list out for the week. Now, I want to show you something, just uh, some clever stuff, right? I'm going to give you something very, very clever. I don't have my Alexa in here anymore because I've been saying her name a lot, okay? And I'm not the biggest advocate of Amazon, but so many of you have been asking me about your Amazon device. You guys got your Amazon devices for uh, just about everything, and you're using it, right? You're using it for everything. I don't know. You're reordering this and doing that and pulling up the Rock of Talk. So if you say, hey, Alexa, you can also say, okay, Google. You can do it, and you say, play abq.fm or play abq.fm, you immediately hear me. You immediately hear the radio station, Okay. So try that. It's really easy. You make the, the switch. It's really easy. Hey, Alexa, play ABQ-FM. Play ABQ.FM. That's all you have to say. But here's the other part. This is why I did this. Hey, Alexa, play Kiva AM. Hey, Alexa, play Kiva.AM. Either way, you get us. Nice. Whether it's the web address or just saying Kiva AM or ABQ.FM or ABQ-FM, boom, you're set to go. That's all you need. It's that. It's literally that easy. So if you want grandma, go get her a $20 dot over at Amazon. Or my preference would be to tell her to get a, you know, a CC crane radio so she can just, oh, you yes. know, crank it up. And, you know, I just love listening. Like, I was getting jacked up because as I'm talking now, like, our, because of the STLs that were installed yesterday, we're, we're coming up real time. So you can literally hear me as I'm talking, like, right behind. So that, did you hear how it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Watch, 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 watch talk. You can hear yourself back. Echo, echo, echo. Hello, 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 hello. Ooh, hey, creepy. That? Just, isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. So that's you bouncing back from the radio station, mm-hmm. like, immediately. What? That's, that's pretty cool, right? So that's yeah, radio. Right. Since yeah. you were getting into all these radio tricks, I don't know if you've uh, looked any more into the buzzer at all, but there you go. So on your Alexa device, on your OK Google device, what other devices are there out there? What are the, com- what are the competitive devices? Siri. Oh, sure. Apple, yeah, Siri, yeah, Siri likes to ban me off and on, intermittently. Yeah. Okay, but we are on Apple Music. Cupertino so. doesn't like uh, the Kiva. <laughs> yeah, but we're on, we're, we are on Apple Music. So if you say, uh, you know, uh, hey, hey, Siri, you know, oh, there she is. She's starting to talk. <laughs> she, she can't stop it. 550-5500. Let me read or uh, rapid fire through all of your text messages. Let's get your feedback. Let's get you hearing yourselves. Wow, there's a lot. Let me get through. Uh, this Mark said, hey, I'm sorry to hear about uh, what they did. I had to take that uh, the video down, by the way. The Vandals target conservative radio stations, suspected politically motivated attack. Very cool. Really appreciate uh, John Block. He did a great story. Stepped did you, up. Did yeah. you watch I did see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, he, he also added the additional portion of this. Let me read this to you really quick because... This is somebody else doing the show. It said, at 4.22 a.m. a snowy Sunday morning, two male vandals drove up to Sandia Crest, the highest point in Albuquerque, at 10,000 feet to target Kiva, amongst others, Rock of Talk radio station's transmitter tower. The vandals, who were driving a dark truck, passed all the other television radio stations to reach the Kiva transmitter at the end of the crest. 
They pulled the tools out from the back of the vehicle. According to the Kiva, the men appeared to know the property, know exactly what to do to break in. They proceeded to break in, locks, damaged cameras, steal equipment, damaged property. By the morning, the vandalism was apparent. Eddie Aragon, the owner of the and radio show host uh, during the station, said during a Facebook Live video that a Courtney from KRQE 13 contacted him to do a story on the vandalism. However, literally five minutes before the scheduled interview, which is 2 p.m., with her, the reporter had a staff meeting where they told her, no, we don't want you to do that story. A text exchange between the reporter and Aragon confirms this. I put this all there. She literally said, uh, would you mind texting me your email address? I sent it to her. She said, hi, I'm so sorry. We just had our afternoon meeting, and I just got redirected onto another story at the last minute. Thank you for the being available, and sorry for the inconvenience. She's probably pretty sweet, but, you know, nonetheless, she's part of a news organization that is choosing not to cover something that actually is newsworthy. Again, that uh, Aragon revealed that the photos he obtained from the vandals came originally from KRQE, which raises the question as to why they didn't want to report on the vandalism. Apparently, Aragon is creating a police report on the break-in. I guess there are other police reports there as well, in hopes that there will be an investigation um, outside the one that has begun with a private investigator. We just want to know who's going up there and whether or not they're going to go up there and do it again. You know, the biggest worry for everybody is if somebody can just knows that they can take out a radio station, well, how many times will they continue to do it repetitively mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again? So if you know who it is, you can stop it from happening. So it, it really is uh, that simple. So thanks, Mark. I appreciate all the people who have uh, checked in. And, uh, you know, this is really, you know, for, for here and everybody else, you know, a threat on uh, free speech. Uh, Eddie, the broadcast on 1600 AM is 20 to 25 seconds ahead of 93.7 FM. Yes. If you want to listen literally as I'm talking live, you can just tune in to 1600 AM. Like, there is zero delay. As I'm saying exactly what I'm saying, it's coming out of the radio station. Try it again, Dowd. Go ahead. You're listening to KIVA Albuquerque. You can hear us on 1600 AM or 93.7 FM. We're here to cause trouble for all of the rascally rapscallions. <laughs> See, and there you, you hear yourself. Land of enchantment. <laughs> there you go. Like what do you say, rapscallions? Yes. I don't know what that is. Rascally rapscallions. Um, Eddie, uh, 1600 sounds amazing. Eddie, I'm not giving up. This corruption cannot stand. Listeners, keep praying for God's mercy that the apparent godless administration's platform doesn't succeed. Good stuff. Uh, Eddie, is it true? We have a patient at the VA who tested negative three times. But since he has, quote-unquote, symptoms, we treat him as positive, as if every symptom for every illness is a disease, is a China virus symptom. This is the problem. You're allowing someone to tell you what you are, regardless of whether or not you have tested positive for that. If you haven't tested positive, you're well within your patient's rights to go ahead and walk straight out that door and do whatever the hell you want, okay? And a lot of these hospitalizations, a lot of this information was sent to me a little bit earlier. Let me read this to you. Very interesting. So many people supplying uh, so much uh, information uh, to us. This comes from, we'll just put the initials. uh, We'll say his name is Eddie because his middle name is, is Eddie. This is what he was sending. He says, Eddie, these are the numbers for the University of New Mexico Hospital. As of this morning, for my friend, beds, 529. 136 are COVID. 32 of these are vented. From Monday, 1130. So we are full. F- this, is, this is his friend to him, okay, to, to Eddie. So we are full for non-COVID numbers. Non-COVID. Right, They're right. full for non-COVID. Do you get it? But we... Still have open beds because we have made more room. Our COVID numbers went up to 160 and 38 vented. It is over. Census is not the highlight have, have we have ever need, needed. I think we were at 537 today, which a majority is non-COVID. 
The highest I have seen was like 600 and something. Think about that. We're not even the highest that the hospital's ever had, given where we are. Part two, same day. That would be Monday. Yeah, like non-COVID numbers were close to 500. We were full, full. But with surge capacity, we have been able to find room for 100 more patients by double bunking the ICUs and opening other areas of the hospital. With 33 people vented, our ICUs are very close to being full. But we do still have open beds. I think we have two because we are the trauma center. Uh, this is from another of his friends. It says, not off the top of my head or would it take some digging, but I may be able to figure out it's different, whether it's a ECMO versus ICU versus a step down versus the floor. It's a level of care, and I'm sure an extra amount for COVID plus, but I don't know what for sure those rates are. Billing gets really complicated. Billing. He's talking about billing. So this mm-hmm. is an administrative person. Mm-hmm. There are different forms of billing, DRG and OBS, and daily rates depending upon contracts. It's all very shady in the end. What costs one insurance $150,000 could only cost $75,000 for another one, depending upon contractual allowances. See here all the funny money going on? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. apparently there's an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet hanging out in my uh, inbox. Uh, selective enforcement. Republicans is a bill of attainment versus a bill of pains and penalties, he says. Small business versus big box. New Mexico Constitution, Article 2, Section 2, all political power is vested in and derived from the people. All government of right originates with the people, is founded upon their will, and instituted solely for their good. It's up to us. The people need to take the government back. This is exactly what's happening. We're not pushing back. And your leadership, whoever you think is your leader, is not pushing back. We push back hard for three hours every single day here and 24-7 at www.rockoftalk.chat. Eddie, just a little more information on the ICU rooms and hospitals. They may be at capacity right now, but they are the ability to double that capacity if needed. They have practiced this. You can contact UNM Hospital, and they can confirm this. MLJ's fear tactics are getting a little bit old. These are for medical professionals, folks. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, and the hydroxychloroquine is very cheap, but we have to line the politicians' pockets with the pharmaceutical companies' money. There you go. How much did it cost to develop a vaccine? Do we have any early numbers, preliminary oh. numbers? How many billions of dollars? Do you think we spent over $100 billion developing a vaccine oh. amongst these? They, they've got to say it, right? Throw every dollar possible. And if you think uh, the, the pharmaceutical companies are going to be paying for that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, look in the mirror. You're the one paying. <laughs> uh, Eddie, I saw the name Eddie Aragon as a candidate running for RPNM chairman. Is that you? If it is, fantastic. I like Steve, but I think I'll be voting for you. I'm planning on changing my party from Democrat to Republican so that I will be able to do this. Well, you, you can't do it. You have to be. So here's the problem with the Republican Party, and uh, that that's great. I send you a nice big heart. Glenn Greenwald just uh, got another article out, uh, by the way. Here's the problem with there's only 180 people who can vote, and the state central committee is 800 people. They have to be paid registrants. Okay. And they cut off the registration, Dowd, on Friday. Last Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Mm. Can you imagine that if you're a state central committee member and you can't even vote for your own chairman? Funny, <clears throat> funny. Mm-hmm. Well, nice little thing going out tomorrow on that. Uh, this is the guy CNN and others think he's a kook with his voting pattern identification of fraud. This is uh, Shiva Ayer Durai. Yes, the that's Dan Butterfield of, is a big fan of his. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Johns Hopkins. Don't say John Hopkins. Okay. Sorry, David. Whoa. Uh, Eddie, you're on 93.7. Yahoo, uh, 1600 as well. John Dixon, oh, wow, nice nice picture. We got uh, the SS uh, 
uh, photo that Michelle Lujan Grisham hates so much of herself being sent to me. Regarding wearing the mask in the car, sorry, Eddie, they are idiots, but tyrants love their sheeple. Absolutely. Absolutely they do. You can't get enough of that. Um, text me directly if you want your email, and I'll direct you to the resources and give you a free sign-up. Uh, Hi, Eddie, maybe we should form a fundraiser organization for President Trump and call it American Voters Matter. <laughs> That's from the Duke. Uh, nine years uh, sends me a screenshot of something. Senator Mike Lee's visa giveaway just passed the Senate with unanimous consent. I don't know anything about that. Fairness for High-Skilled Immigrants Act of 2019 is a betrayal of American tech workers and represents a love note to big tech. Yep, oh, that's right. right. Now bringing uh, people from in from India. I remember that loophole. I remember when they fired everybody from Disney and hired everybody from India. Do you remember when that happened? <laughs> day I was told today by the company I work for, Costco, they will have us test every other week for COVID or we can't work. If they try to require a vaccine, am I protected by our Constitution? Can you sue your company if they force you to take a vaccine? That's the question you're trying to ask. I'm just wanting the knowledge. If it goes that route, I will quit. Okay, don't quit yet. Let me let, careful. Let let me let's 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 think about this. Any attorneys out there hearing that? Um, can you please get back to me? Hydroxychloroquine is sold over the counter, out over the counter worldwide, except for in America. They can buy it anywhere you want and get it sent to America. Only America and hydroxychloroquine. Over the counter, and I think some countries in Europe. Okay. Bill says, hi, Eddie. I'm on the way to church. I wanted to ask you about the statistical anomalies in the vote count. Is that the basis for a recount? Is it evidence? I don't know the answer to that, but I, I can bet you the argument is definitely being made by Sidney Powell mm-hmm. that that's what they're going to be looking for. Well, I mean, I guess technically anything the judge accepts to be entered into the trial is evidence. You know, it's an exhibit, something for the jury to consider. Um, boy, Dan Butterfield yesterday, Eddie, I know you were running around doing all your technical stuff. He made a really, we, I got into it with him for about 45 minutes on his assessment, and he, he's really brought me around on, on, on. He's a smart man. Yeah, I mean, well, sort both, of. Both of you are. I, I, I got think, two compliments from you guys. Oh, right, on oh, you guys. You guys. Uh, okay. Yeah, they really enjoyed you. Good, I'm good. telling you, people, people like you guys on radio. Darren White, they don't like this guy on video. <laughs> Darren White is a rhino and a coward. He sold out to the Democrats to further his pot business. Why did he donate $14,000 uh, to Michelle Hungers? I think it was $13,000, by the way. Wow. Uh, Eddie the Kiwi signal strength on 1600 AM is great. My 1948 Zenith radio is tuning it better than ever. Moving to Idaho Falls, though, Kevin. What can I do to help you become the New Mexico Republican Party chairman? www.rockoftalk.chat. See the letters. We'll get the information out. I'm sending, uh, you know, I should read um, one of the write-ups from earlier this year, and I'm going to put that out uh, here shortly. One more one more text. Eddie, this guy needs to submit an abuse and neglect and exploitation report. I will submit the report for him if you get his info. We do need volunteers working here while we're on the air, and if there's a way I can clue them into, you know, the information we have here so they can just – I need someone next to me who can just, like – Send out correspondence yeah, while yeah. I'm on. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. I think that There's would be. There's a lot be. of people out there who want to help. I mean, we had our, our uh, we're, 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 are we officially done with entering all the petitions or we're caught up on the petitions now? We had one person come in and I do. I have not heard from the, uh, from the enterer. But a volunteer of ours uh, did help with that, and this individual deserves uh, your, your kind thoughts and prayers, ladies and gentlemen. We're wonderful we, human being. We'll hit the top of the hour, Fox News.
Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. That's the promise from federal health officials as they consider emergency approval for the Pfizer vaccine for COVID-19. More than 100,000 Americans are now hospitalized with the virus. Things are on track for a thorough but quick approval by the FDA for candidate coronavirus vaccines from both Pfizer and Moderna. And a third formula, this one from Johnson & Johnson, is getting ready for phase three clinical trials. Now, the, the breakthrough that we hope with this vaccine is that it's a one-shot vaccine with very fast efficacy achieved. Unlike the others, which require two rounds to work, says Dr. Monsif Slawi, the Operation Warp Speed chief medical advisor. Production of Moderna and Pfizer's vaccine is underway. 20 million Americans could be vaccinated in a matter of weeks. Evan Brown, Fox News. CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield has signed off on the recommendation that health care workers and people living in long-term care facilities get the vaccine first. That message was posted on the agency's website. A CDC panel voted on it yesterday. The official in charge of Georgia's voting system says the second recount in the presidential race is almost complete. Gabriel Sterling says he expected to be certified Friday. The recount is still on track. Um, we're not seeing any real changes from the outcomes we saw in the November 3rd election or the 5 million ballot hand audit that we did last week. And he pushed back on claims by President Trump's legal team that votes were changed in favor of Joe Biden, saying the lawyers are inflaming rhetoric unnecessarily. President Trump continues to claim widespread voter fraud in a video released on social media. If we are right about the fraud. Joe Biden can't president. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of votes. Twitter flagged the video within minutes of its release with a message stating this claim about election fraud is disputed. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. In life, there's no stopping. Don't stop. But if you do, make sure no one... It's behind you. All clear. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Big changes planned for the top of the FBI in the new administration. Fox News has confirmed President-elect Biden intends to keep FBI Director Christopher Wray on the job. Wray has about seven years left on his 10-year term. President Trump could still fire Ray before the January 20th inauguration. Ray took office in 2017, confirmed by the Senate on a bipartisan 92 to 5 vote, replacing former director James Comey, who was fired by the president earlier that year. Ray served as an assistant attorney general in the George W. Bush administration. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Soon you won't be able to take your emotional support iguana on a flight. The Department of Transportation is tightening the rules on what's considered a service animal limiting it to dogs. Under the new rule, which takes effect in 30 days, a service animal is a dog trained to help a person with a physical or psychiatric disability, and airlines will be able to require owners to vouch for the dog's health and training, and they could have to turn over paperwork to prove it.
One California college changing the way it handles spring break. San Diego State University eliminates its nine-day spring break. Senior Paige Lyle prefers the old way. I just like the regular traditional break where there's no assignments due and nothing really expected of us. Sophomore Eric Vaughn believes the long break is what students need. Very important for their mental health and well-being during a uh, stressful school year. The university senate voting to replace the holiday with multiple mini-breaks called rest and recovery days scattered throughout the semester. Freshman Julius Jackson. I mean, I'm coming here for my education, don't get me wrong, but let's be real, I came here to turn up a little bit, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Students will not have to go to class or turn in assignments on those days. C.J. Papa, Fox News. Wall Street at the close, the Dow of 59, the Nasdaq lost 5 points, the S&P added 6 points. I'm Lisa Lacera, and this is Fox News. All right, let's get our third hour underway, and let's put things together, starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Uh, definitely cold tonight. There's no getting away from that. And by weekend time, we should be back into the 50s, so that's good news. At the Russ Medical Center right now, 31 degrees, VA hospital checks in with 35, and it's 36 at the Rock of Talk. Literally two minutes after our last report, we told you t- things were tough on I-40 westbound. Right now, at Atrisco Vista, uh, Vista, we have an injury accident there. The state police trying to clear that one, but it's going to stay tight all the way up to that action we had earlier this morning at Rio Porco. So just get ready. That westbound trip out of Albuquerque is really suffering. Likewise, right after our last report, on I-40 eastbound, it's right before Eubank where we have a major injury accident. That's backed up traffic, strangely enough, already back to Wyoming. You would think that it wouldn't back up so quickly because we've already kind of gone through the rush hour traffic. But still a very tough drive again. This is on I-40 just before Eubank. You may want to try Lomas or, uh, yeah, Lomas is probably your best alternative on that one. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. Right now, you can enjoy takeout one and a half pounds of meat, 12 fresh handmade tortillas, rice, beans, cheese, chips, and salsa at Taco Tote. And listen, here are the meats you can choose from, top sirloin, grilled chicken, pork adobada, beefsteak, and barbacoa. Half a pound of that along with all that other stuff. That's the place to be, Taco Tote on Central, across from the historic Highland Theater, or just go to HugeTacos.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back in to the Rock and Talk.
106 in the 505 with more forward one here for your third hour. Instant Karma by John Lennon right here in the Kiva for your third hour on AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. Uh, D. Dowd Muscle will be back in a moment. He went to go inspect what the hell is happening outside, so I hope he returns. But uh, we've got some people hanging out uh, by the car. He's a big guy, and uh, you, he, trust me, he's a serious guy. You wouldn't want to uh, handle him. And... Um, as we look down the barrel here of the next uh, four to six months, and Tim Keller has given us every single indication that we don't plan on getting out of the red until, what, summer? Tell me how that should impact the mayoral election next year. And tell me if you don't think that it is part of his election strategy for next year. I can't help but think, given what we've seen here, in the state of New Mexico, and across the country, and leveraging the COVID-19 pandemic, that Tim Keller isn't going to use this to keep us shut down, to have everybody fall in line, and to prevent people from campaigning against him. I think we should delay the mayoral election for the same amount of time from the time that he made these statements, which yesterday would have been his, uh, marked his third complete year in office, December 1st. I think we should delay the election by whenever we come out into the yellow. Or maybe even the green, according to them. Now, I, I don't care. If you decide to open up your business and keep your business open, or you know you don't agree to those uh, red, yellow, green, I, I don't really care. I don't, I don't think much anybody really uh, cares either. The only people who are going to care is like that guy who's... Did you see that guy uh, on Gateway Pundit who was chasing that woman around? Oh. In the Hobby Lobby, because she wasn't wearing a mask, he was cursing at her, yelling uh, at for her. For the record, your, the Aragon Mobile is looks safe and secure. Okay, there we go. Wait, I'm we're, a little late, late this hour. <laughs> yeah, what, what was he doing? Just hanging out there? Well, it was weird, because that Jeep was hanging around your vehicle, but by the time I got down there, the Jeep was gone, and there was a subcompact that was slowly rolling by me. You know, so, but it's dark out, so I don't uh, The neighborhood score here is not good. Yeah. But, but in Hobby Lobby, this guy, you should see it. Go to Gateway Pundit, or I think we'll put the link... Right up there, sure. and you should see him lose his mind. A, a male Karen? <laughs> a male Karen, yeah. You, I can't play it on air because there's lots Two, of okay. expletives. And who yells <laughs> expletives in a, a Christian uh, loving store like Hobby Lobby? But I think it really begs the question. So if you want to jump in and assess whether or not you think Mayor Tim Keller, and we have not talked about him at all, he's been non existent. He's been wallpaper, right? A fly on the wall. He has. Yeah. You, you, it's just, there's nothing. We used to get those little For a narcissist like him, it must be horrible to be behind the scenes. I mean. Well, I think it had to has a lot to do with the uh, negative buildup that he had with the crime. So, you know, you seem to forget about him. You don't blame him. So it kind of all went away. Maybe he's just been uh, hanging at home playing uh, his Xbox all day. I don't know. Who knows? But I know he hasn't effectively been running the city, so I think it's time for leadership and change. But that really took me aback when I saw that we're going to be delayed at least until the summer. So uh, of all the things that stood out uh, to me, uh, it was uh, certainly that. Leveraging the Rona. How's our unemployment rate? We're still about the seventh, eighth highest uh, in the country. I believe we were seventh are, last time I checked. Are you out of a job? Are you out uh, of, of your ability to pay, pay your bills? Why does the Department of Labor want us to call at certain times? Have you noticed what they're trying to do? They're trying to uh, have you make an appointment so you can get your unemployment. The Department of uh, Workforce Solutions asks people to utilize the website and designated call days. Listen to how ridiculous this is. In a time of total and utter emergency, 
In addition to you being able to go ahead and wait at Walmarts or various food stores or, I don't know, hardware stores, wherever you have to wait in line because of social distancing, now they're also asking you to use their website before calling them. And then the Department of Workforce Solutions, based on their last digits of their social security number, they'll only process and take you at that number. This was Michelle Lujan Grisham's two-week shutdown she created. So she's telling you, you're out of a job. Your employer is going to fire you or lay you off, or, and there's about 25,000 of you, I believe, since mid-November. Is that correct? Did I get that, that number right? 13,000 one week, 6,000 right. another week? Right, right. About 20,000 in the last 15 days. But now you have to go ahead and wait at one eight seven seven six six four sixty nine eighty four and 0 through 3. If your Social Security number ends in 0 through 3, you can call on Monday. 4 through 6, Tuesday. 7 through 9, Wednesday. Anyone who misses their day can call Thursday or Friday. Well, I guess there you go, folks. There's so many people who are chomping at the bit to go ahead and get their unemployment, and I don't even know if they qualify anymore. Good point, yeah. If you used up your unemployment and you got laid off in March, April, what's the stipulations? Generally speaking, it's like six months, and then you're kind of out of the uh, workforce. If I'm not mistaken, that's the way that it worked. I worked for the Department of Labor a very, very, very long time ago. That was my first job out, out of college right. over the summer. The technical role, right? IT? I was doing – no, no, that was a separate thing. I got oh. hired back. I did the technical thing later on. My first job was basically just filing. I was working for the uh, UI uh, unemployment, yeah. uh, you know, where, where people would – Come well, in. you were on your path, weren't you? Democratic Party, young, young up-and-comer, uh, working for the state. You, uh, boy, where did you, where did you go wrong, young? <laughs> Started thinking for yourself. Do you no, know how no, much no, no. I hated? I absolutely hated working in the Department of Labor. Uh, someone like you, yeah, I bet. I mean, you were not when, born for bureaucracy. When I, when, I, when, I, when I tell you that people were coming in at eight and leaving at five and had their their smoke break at their breakfast break at ten, their smoke break yep. at eleven, their cake at two, their lunch at twelve. Yep. Like yep. it was on the watch. Yep. Like yep. these guys didn't work a day in their life. It was all about you know they 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 barely got through their day. Molasses is what I and then I ran the uh, little Novell network that they had there. I used to be um, I'd go up to Santa Fe for the the film commission hearings a couple of years ago. They would have yeah. meetings every month. And it was uh, well that's how I uncovered that they were doing politics on uh, in a state building and. I don't know if it's a Montoya building that they're in, the, 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 wherever the, bureauc- the economic development bureaucracy was. So I'd, I'd roll in there at, you know, 4:45 for the meeting at, at six, uh, uh, and I, you know, go grab a meal at Shake Foundation. And at, at five o'clock and 23 seconds, the employees would pour out of the building. <laughs> they, they weren't putting any extra time in for the taxpayers. No, none of them do that. No. And a lot of them leave like five, ten minutes ahead of time. Yeah, I came in early. I got in at seven. That's right. That's right. <laughs> And they're like packed, yeah. packed in and packed out. Uh, there's still lines, by the way, after the uh, Thanksgiving oh, yeah. Day holiday. Do you think people look at Michelle Lujan Grisham and just literally look at her as like the short, mean, you know, squatty person? You know, do, you, do you think that there's a lot of that? Do you uh, think she has, has to do a lot of the, the stereotypes from people that they just yes. don't like her because of... Because of her height and... and, and, and Little dogs are like that. They're aggressive and nasty. Nobody likes little dogs. Nobody likes little dogs. I don't know anybody who's like, oh, that look girl at my is little big dog and here. beautiful. She she doesn't she's she doesn't bark at anybody. She doesn't have she's not threatened by anybody. She's just fine or whatever you want to do. But the little ones do sort of lash out. You know which dogs you find most at the pound? Are you aware? Ooh, it's easy. I just give it to you. 
the, the, the little list? Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas, yeah. Yeah, chihuahuas. Yeah. Are, I mean, the number of people who, they literally hate their dog. Yeah. I don't know. It, they think it's cute at first, but it, it fades quickly. Anybody out there, correct me if I'm wrong. Please, take issue with me. Tell me how much you come in and like your chihuahua, but I want you to also hold your chihuahua in your lap as you're having the phone call, right. and I, I, right. will, I, will, I will let you know. Yep. I'll make an example out of that right there. I mean, she's our little chihuahua. Attack chihuahua, right? yes. But one that's maybe maybe eaten a lot more than all the rest of the chihuahua. Yo, Caro, destroy your freedom. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh, look out. That's my line of the day right there. Tip your waitresses, ladies and gentlemen. I think, I think that uh, I think you should, that should be the title. Of the, I don't know show. what "destroy your freedom" is, is in Spanish, but I I remember the Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> and on, in, on television and movies, the, the, the Chihuahuas are always wonderful. You know, like uh, uh, you know, legally blonde and the and the and the Taco Bell Chihuahua. In real yeah. life, the Chihuahua is not a barrel of fun. <laughs> well, you can look up right now. I mean, if, if if that's a good question, just ask Google or ask uh, whatever. Uh, does anybody like Chihuahuas. Does anyone? <laughs> no, it's it's a good question. Oh, it literally came up. Chi. The, the answer is <laughs> decidedly no. Why do people love Chihuahuas? <laughs> they are loyal and loving as any other dog. They're loving, playful, energetic, like any good dog should be. Oh, there's all these people who. I just came here to say I really hate Chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get this off my chest. I've never met a nice one. Listen. listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm just reading. I'm just reading here. I've never met a nice one. Every Chihuahua I've ever come across has been named Chico. <laughs> Every last one. Once I was unfortunate to meet such an angry little bastard that one would <laughs> growl and come after you simply by looking at it. I would love to see how far I could punt one. This is completely from the heart. Just a deep gut hate for these wee F words. That is all. <laughs> I have a bias against toy dogs. You know, I know, and God knows that every dog should weigh at least 40 pounds. <laughs> Most of the time, uh, it's a matter of the people who buy chihuahuas that turn them into... We had no intent on going down this path, no, but, uh, you know, looking like at... We're jazz. Me, we started, like, free, free flow it, you know? <laughs> Most of the time, it's a matter of people who buy chihuahuas that turn them into little monsters, not the chihuahuas themselves. Do you think someone turned Michelle Lujan Grisham into a, a mean person? Yeah, wish, wish Do you think she, she was nice at one point? Were, were people, Many moons ago, I worked on the website for a Chihuahua breeder, and all the dogs, except for one little F-bomb, who never shut up, were great animals. Chihuahuas get a bad rap, but it's not really their fault. It's the bad owners. Oh, wow. Oh, of course, yeah. Wow. Roughly a week ago, I saw that my girlfriend received a Reddit DM while she was showing me something on her phone. I didn't read the message before she... <laughs> I can't read some of these. These people hate... Chihuahua is so bad. 20 they reasons don't... why you should not buy a Chihuahua. This oh is good. Oh, my God. From day one, they are intent on making your life misery. <laughs> Reddit is kind of amazing, and this is kind of what has become of the www.rockoftalk.chat site. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a Reddit because yes. you can be totally anonymous. Yep, yep. And that's what we want it to be, but it doesn't have to be Reddit, a Reddit thread, you know. I've seen me uh, taking part. One of the guys that worked for me, one of the very first guys that worked for me, I'll be a dog. He, like... He lo he literally posted all this false information about me all over Reddit. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I literally screen captured the the entire thing. All right, do you like Chihuahuas? Yes or no? No, I don't like Chihuahuas. Have you ever met a nice one? I'm, no, no. I I'm I'm just like your buddy there. I've got a wonderful dog. He is uh, half German and half rot, and he is the he is the sweetest dog in the world. He doesn't bark. He doesn't mess with nobody, and that's all I need. I don't need a Chihuahua. Sounded like MGL 
or MLG. MLG. Yelling at me all that's a, that's That could be our mascot. Instead of the El Paso baseball team, it's just the New, Mexico, right. the New Mexico state government uh, mascot is a little chihuahua. with, And we can put her face on a chihuahua. Yeah, biting someone's yeah, ankle. We, we can do we can even uh, dye, dye, a, dye a little blonde in there, you know, a couple of streaks in there, you know. Uh, have you seen hey, that I, video? I was... Have you seen that video uh, where someone put the face of MLG on Tony Montana? Oh, my God. It's, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Have you seen yeah. it? You know, I have not. I, if you I'm haven't seen it, text it. me and I'll send it yep. to you directly. Yep. I will do it, but I was calling in. I was just yes. going to chime in on your on your unemployment issue. Oh. I called you a couple of weeks ago. I was the one that was uh, that was furloughed and then furloughed again. And um, you're the super you know, nice uh, guy who's like just yeah, no, no. You're just gonna yeah, yeah and you're like we're going to get through it. You're going to keep the faith. Uh, yeah. how, how's it going? And we're, we're well. I I uh, was furloughed again. Like I said, I was furloughed in February. Uh, returned back in June, um, and then laid off in September. And I have exhausted my regular unemployment benefits, but there is a pandemic uh, benefit, which is allows another 26 weeks. But Whoa. because of the amount that Since I'm allowed. When? Okay. Okay. This is good. This is education. No, no, I'm sorry. An additional 12 weeks. I'm sorry. Or, or 13 weeks. Starting when? Like in September? So, so you, it. so, so when, how much, how many weeks do you have left? Michelle Lujan Grisham wants to know. I probably have three weeks left. And then that's it. So right at the, and so, that's it. so Christmas is over and, I, and, and you're broke. And I've exhausted my regular unemployment and my pandemic. Now, probably about another two to three weeks, I'll be out. Um, you know, I have been lucky. People have been have reached out to me and I've been able to get some help. But I also but what does that mean? What does that mean? Get some help. Be more explicit if you don't. Well, mind. there there are avenues where you can get assistance if you need help. Like, you know, I did need some help for my rent. I mean, I'm four hundred dollars a week. You know, raising three boys on unemployment and paying a fourteen hundred dollar mortgage. I want you to easy. talk directly to Michelle Lujan Grisham. Well, I just get that twelve hundred out to us for one now, as soon as possible. I don't know why it takes so long. And number two, open up, open up. I mean, I have made every reason not to go out. I don't go out. I'm the Instacart guy. I'm the guy that does all the Instacart. I'm the one that calls you about that. I don't go out. But uh, what's the what's also, the Instacart? I, also what's know, the, I don't know what Instacart is. Can you? Uh, the, Instacart is the one that. Uh, oh no no! It, I'm sorry, it was somebody else I was telling about. Instacart, uh, you just have your deliver uh, groceries delivered same day from like 15 different stores. If long as it's 35 dollars or more, you pay the annual fee of 99 dollars, and they deliver same day delivery to your home. You don't have to go out to the store if you don't want to stand in line. Oh, I am yeah. not standing in line. I won't stand in line. Wow, uh, Instacart, yes, Instacart.com. Get your groceries in as little as one hour. Oh, you can get, uh, you got Costco, you got Sam's, you got Target, you got Albertsons, you got Smith's, you got uh, Whole Foods, you got uh, Pet Smart. I like going to grocery Facebook. stores to look at people's baskets oh. and judge them. So it's a, for me, it's social no, no. studies. I mean, I got I to gotta go watch people. I love to see this 420-pound woman driving around in the cart with the, <laughs> the barrels of soda in, in, in the basket. Yeah. And that's going to make things go. better for you, sweetheart. Sure. There you go. But, you know, she and, goes and by I, candy. I refuse to go out. I do okay. refuse to go out because I do have some very minimal underlying health conditions. But I did, I, I've made peace with it. And I've, I've talked to my ex-wife because we share our, our joint custody. And I, we've made peace. And we said, look. We got to prepare. It's going to hit us sooner or later. It's going to hit home. 
We just got to be ready. That's it. I think There's it's hit you uh, harder. I think it's hit you as hard as it's hit anybody. I'm thinking of, uh, as much as I'm thinking about you, sir, uh, I myself am a father of two little boys. And uh, the the kids, I, I'm going to get worked up. So I probably shouldn't it's talk hard. about it. it yeah, it, I just, it is very I can't hard. think of My kids are what you're going My through. kids are struggling. Yeah. My kids are struggling with school. I mean, there is no motivation for them in school. I mean, no. and and I've I've talked to other parents because I you know I'm saying is it is it an issue with my children only? And it's not. This is no, no. statewide. Is... These kids are struggling. The the suicide rate, you know, it, it's just it, we've got to do something. You know, and closing down isn't going to help us. It, it, it's putting us further. What are we going to do? All these people that have all these things, well, screw the banks, but all these people that have rental homes that that use these rental homes as additional income to support their needs, they're not getting paid because the people can't pay their rent. So what's going to happen to them now? It's just a domino effect, and we're going down the wrong road, and we've got to open up now. Oh, you said a mouthful right there. Um, Sorry. That, that's <laughs> definitely coming. I'm just worried about your three boys and, and of course, you. And Are the boys able to I, meet their friends? I mean, I you know, I mean. Uh, <laughs> no, they 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 stay away. I mean, uh, you know, uh, once in a while, they'll, my son was ecstatic today because they let him schedule a one-hour uh, session at the gym. He hasn't been at the gym in two weeks. But are you on the west side? You're on the west side. You're on the west side. Yeah, we're on the west side over here. At uh, he goes to the choose over here on the on the what is it Irving or something like that. Yeah, right off of Irving. But uh, you so know, you, you it, have a little. You have a teenager but, then. You have a teenager. Oh yeah, I've got a teenager. I've got two teenagers, and I've got a uh, twelve-year-old. You know what? You know what's happening. You know what's happening right now. Um, as we're we're listening to this, uh, I really think that there's this glorification of depression that's going on in this country. I think the glorification of sickness, the glorification of uh, depression, and then the need to blame one man for everything at this point. <laughs> I think I really think that that's what's happening, and I'm just listening to your misery. And Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to stand here in front of you, and she's going to say to you that she's going to blame Donald Trump for everything. You know, we've we've got we've got a vaccine. You know, if anything we've got hydroxychloroquine that man did right, if anything that man did right, he got us a vaccine, okay? Because that's the only thing, and and even then, he still doesn't get the credit for it. So. The man, the man is is, is beating up. You know, he, he's against the wall. I mean, he's never going to get credit. It's not his fault. We're the country that came up. We've got the vaccine, so we are the greatest country. But come on, man, give the man some credit. The man, I I don't even want to see what's going to happen in two years with our economy. It, it, well, if Joe Biden comes out, we're screwed. Nobody, we're screwed. nobody is feeling it more than you right now. So, in 2016, did you vote for Trump? Yes or no? Yes, I did. You did? Proudly. And I got so much slack, I, got, I lost friends because wow. of it. Yeah. But you know what? They're not paying my bills. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be, paying, I'll be thinking about you. not paying my bills. I'll be thinking about you tonight. And, uh, God, would, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do uh, for you. Just uh, text me directly, www.rockoftalk.chat, just, and I'll, I'll send that. Uh, it, just text me directly your email address, and then we'll, we'll, we'll I sure will. And make sure you have your kids watch uh, all that stuff as well. That's very important. I will. Okay, thanks okay, so much. He, all right, God bless you. Thank you, boss. You know, it's you can hear him just. Oh, I just there's enough. 
I'm, I'm not a parent and never claim to be uh, have the parent experience. Uncles have more fun than parents, but you know, you you look in your child's life and there, there are things that you know, they, maybe they're interested in something they just don't have the capability for it, or maybe they had a good friend at school and they had a falling out, or they they got a bad teacher this year. I mean. There's that natural part of life, but this this madness, this national experiment for eight or nine months that we're living under as a result of bad decision making by politicians who could change this, um, they could change it. They could turn around. They could admit their mistakes. And to see a child, uh, this kind of pain inflicted on your children. How many more? Uh, how many more uh, families with three boys or two girls or a boy and a girl uh, in our listening area who are just Unbelievable. You know, Eddie, my, my nephew, I spoke to him a couple months ago. Just like I, the song I, I was just, just playing. Right? Yeah. I mean, did, did, I don't know if you heard it uh, to start the, the whole Oh, thing, they came but, back? Yeah. Uh, well, go ahead. Uh, no, I, I was talking to my nephew on FaceTime in, in Jersey. You know, he's got 199 IQ, and he's Mr. Mr. Fusion Technology and Mr. Engineer and all that, future Dan Butterfield. And he, he my mother had told me, and, and his aunt, my sister, had told me, very recently about how, oh, we, we, he's really enjoying this kind of high, you know, uh, remote learning. He's really enjoying it a lot. And I, so I just didn't think of anything. I, I didn't, I didn't think about it at all. And I said to him, well, you know, Aunt Darcy and Mimi say you're really enjoying it. You, you wouldn't even care if you ever went back to school. And this child who, you know, was, is a very mathematical big brain, you know, not, not all the social graces. He sort of had to grow into his own skin and he's, you know, in the school play and he has a black belt in taekwondo and, you know, he's a perfectly normal kid. At, at this point, he, he looked at me and said, no, I, I'd like to go back. I miss my friends. Yeah. This, this is the kid, the introvert, and he was saying They're just robbing the whole childhood, <laughs> robbing the entire uh, school year. They're not even th- talking about the kids being out of school for an entire year yep. Uh, yep. at this point. And uh, here you go, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, just for you. Yeah, you. We're waiting. She's not a normal person. I think that the, ultimately what we know is that she doesn't have normal thoughts like us. You know, I think she can only yeah. think of herself and her own perspective. And I think there's there's nothing else for her to consider at this point. She's just she's just not going to uh, look. There she is. She's in the back background barking. Was it time time for another public health? Another time for a public health opportunity to talk about the new edicts? What? What is that? Oh, God. Red, oh, God. red, green, down, and blue. Down, what? Shit. 
Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to calm her down. There she is. Then she, yeah, then, she, then she starts biting on your leg and on your ankles and rips up your, your and pants. Then you, and, and then you have no choice but to just do the punt return. <laughs> yeah. You just later. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Good but stuff. yeah, if you, if you really think about that, if you can't understand normal thinking, you abbreviate those words, and that's exactly what she gets. She is. Thank you. I will be here all night. I'll tune in. You guys wow. have a good night. All right. Everyone's uh, full of jokes. we got to keep, you know, once you lose your humor, it's kind of over, right? There she is. Tomorrow at 1 p.m., Michelle Lujan Grisha has got the new edict. Santa Fe. Calm her down. Get uh, get ready, Washington. She's coming. <laughs> <laughs> CNN reporting today. She's the top pick. NBC disputing it, saying no, no, oh, it's going to no, be uh, Gina Romando from Rhode Island. We'll we'll see. We'll get her. It will. It will not be her. I can, I know that. For Re- okay. All right. It will not. Be, there's no way it could be her. She has a terrible, um, a terrible. She has like no support in in Rhode Island. In fact, Morning Consult. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. I didn't, I didn't see that. Uh, not to take issue with you, I'm just no. I'm just reporting what what CNN uh, uh, CNN says. She's the MLG's leading candidate. NBC is reporting that it's going to be Gina, Gina or Murphy, Vivek Murphy. You know, and it's funny Eddie because right now po- political pa- reported if that she gets passed over. Hell has oh, no forget fury. It. I'm moving to Texas the next morning. <laughs> uh, let's see where she's at. Uh, yeah, so the most un- she's like the most unpopular governor. Yeah, she's the third most unpopular governor. Interesting. She's literally hated. It, more than more like the most hated governors in the entire country are Kate Brown and Gina Raimondo and Janet Mills from Maine. All, all Democrats, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Brown is what Oregon, I think. Oregon, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has the. I, I've, have I read you her her bio again? I just I get I get giddy when I hear about Kate Brown. I remember you mentioning something about her private life. <laughs> I just like Little, when I read her wiki. <laughs> just for a second, just for, for her romantic life. Yeah. <laughs> she's um, married to Dan Little. She's so strange looking. She is. She's just weird. Like she's a strange looking person. Oh, oh did you hear about that Ellen Page or whatever? Oh, Elliot Page. Yes. No, uh, El- no, Ellen Page. Oh, she Elliot. I think she's calling herself Elliot. Page. Really? Oh, yeah. Elliot. Be good. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. E.T. Right. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Yep. That's terrible ET. She that's has like, come, down, come like out a, as transgender. That's like a cholo. That's like a cholo ET. On home. <laughs> on home. Let's go to Phoenix. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> hey, every no, time ET starts turning into red rum. What's going on here? <laughs> no, Kate Brown. She looks like a character from like a bad BBC series from the seventies. You know, like that's wow. I mean, she's openly bisexual. She's made history several times through her electoral success. Became the first openly LGBT person elected Secretary of State. Uh, became the first openly gay, L- openly LGBT person elected governor of a state. But she's still married to the... She's married! That's the part! To a dude. She's married to a dude. She's openly bisexual, but yet she considers herself, if you ask her, a lesbian. Okay. Some fluidity and she, there. Like, right, yeah, yeah. And then, and then on top of that, like, talk about a total mix... Like I think her two step two two uh, stepchildren right, right. coming from her spouse, they call her mom. Oh boy. Oh well. <clears throat> That's Torre, our Pacific She's from Spain. That's where she was born. She's a bizarre looking. Oh, she's born in Spain. She can't she, be president. So she that's is good. a bizarre, strange looking woman. Yes. yes. Not to judge her just merely on her physical merits, but. 
I get a big kick. So, so Raimondo, Raimondo, is is that she Hispanic or something? I, I oh, know. that's Italian. Oh, I I I, feel, I figured it was. I yeah. thought. What happened with the Hispanic Caucus uh, pushing MLG over the over the edge? Uh, well, see, the, what happening? Uh, what's that? They talk about the left being a, a coalition of competing parasites. So every little group is fight. <laughs> they're in a circular firing squad, saying, you know, no, I'm Indian. We've got to get our pick. Uh, no, I'm. You know, we delivered the Italian American vote. We've got to get ours. Oh no, no, the Hispanics. They're the they're the rising minority group in America. We have to do right by the Hispanics. So <laughs> eventually, it all just sort of collapses in on itself, and uh, I'm. It's going to be. Fun to watch. <laughs> By that whole thing, uh, that whole entire thing for um, Deb Holland. The, oh, uh, exactly. That, that thing has died. Yeah, you haven't heard did anything you, about did it. Did you notice yeah, it's just yeah. like totally gone? Geez, I thought Mark Ruffalo alone would have carried that over the top. Yeah, she's <laughs> the, like, like the political power of Mark no, Ruffalo. It, it, it didn't make it. No, like, it just no. literally died as soon as it was launched. It flamed out almost immediately. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh wow, Mark Ruffalo is not a very. Like, <laughs> Like this whole entire thing. They're all excited. They made a little film. I don't know what they owed her. I mean, isn't like $35 million missing from the Pueblo? Uh, uh, Rudy said it was $23 million and maybe more. Yeah. Rudy, how much, uh, how much is missing from uh, Acoma? Well, they could prove more, but they reported in that newspaper in Laguna, at the Laguna Pueblo, $23 million. That's what she lost them. And you just got to admit, I mean, anyone that tried to vet Yvette or Deb Holland... <laughs> Uh, the minute they started talking to her, they realized this is one of the dumbest human beings ever born the, on the planet. <laughs> Rudy no way you and Fuego. I've never heard Rudy insult anyone the entire time I've known him. <laughs> Listen, I, I've known her for a while. You talk to her, and she just she if if it's not written for her, if she hasn't memorized it, mm. she doesn't know how to answer well, questions. Here you go. Let's listen to her. Here on indigenous land, the promise of this country is older than our constitution. Over 500 years ago, thousands of Indian tribes were vibrant, democratic societies with rich cultures and traditions and communities that had sustained them for millennia on lands they loved and respected. My people, the Pueblo Indians, migrated to the Rio Grande Valley in the late 1200s to escape drought. We were led to the Great River and its tributaries where we established an agricultural tradition that continues to this day. My people survived centuries of slavery, genocide, and brutal assimilation policies. Central, what centuries is she talking about? Uh, I'm trying to... The, what, the, what's the centuries of genocide? The centuries of genocide. I don't remember any genocide yeah, happening and, with Indians. And, and brutality that they, all the various tribes, committed against each other long before Europeans ever arrived. What the hell is she we talking about? We lived in about thriving genocide. democratic communities. What, are you insane, woman? She they found be. mass graves. Archaeologists have found mass graves. I mean, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? But throughout our past, tribal nations have fought for and helped build this country. There were those like my Laguna grandparents who worked on our country's railroad. And those yeah, like... Yeah, there's nothing here, man. Wow. This, is a, this flamed out pretty easy. So they're missing money. Anything else? I know we, uh, we referred to her as DUI Deb. She had three provable, five total, I believe, Rudy. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what we we found three of them that didn't that did not get scrubbed before we got the picture of them, and uh, there were two that got scrubbed as we were trying to. Uh, and again, this was when I was working on a campaign with. Um, and how, how many Jones. times did she fail the uh, bar? Uh, the actual, not the the bar where you drink. Uh, the bar that you have to pass when you get your law degree. And she she got it like late in life. I want to say like mid two thousands, right? That's yeah, when she got it. Yeah. How many times she failed the bar, uh, Rudy? I understand too, but the, it might have been a third time before she actually succeeded. 
like, damn it, I just give I don't, it. Really, I'm how not do you, sure she you, did succeed. Did, you, I, did we, no, do she, we have, I don't she think, did? No, she never passed She never bar. passed it ever. Yeah. yeah, and so how do you, how does the University of New Mexico, this is how you know the University of New Mexico Law School is a bad law school. Um, you let, I don't, what was her LSAT? I'd love to hear about her LSAT. Do you think she even cleared 140? That's, that's real. I deserve to know what my, uh, how smart my uh, congresswoman is, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to know what her LSAT, I, I, don't, I bet you she didn't clear 140. Bet you she didn't clear 140. That wouldn't allow her anywhere, any other law school. But because she's Native American, right? The affirmative action and, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. And she wasn't even born here. Arizona, I believe. Yeah. yeah, she was born in Arizona. Anything else, Rudy, on your favorite character? <laughs> no, I just I think I just really feel sad that, you know, um, we've just got to get smarter here in New Mexico, and we've got to start getting people that really represent who we are. You can't get smarter that... if you've got dumb people representing you. I mean, you would think that we have some of the most educated, articulate, uh, you know, strong personality people, and she doesn't have any of those things. No. But I guess what I'm talking about is, for example, that caller that you just had, that is such a moving call because that is yeah. human life the way it is today. And what's happening to the kids today, we are destroying a generation. Do we grasp that? We're destroying a generation. And parents are going to be the ones that have to pick up. And that's the part that your caller strikes me as being a very strong person. Eddie, I know you to be a very strong person. Your kids will come through it. His kids will come through it. Parents all over must take get a grip because you're going to have to teach your kids things that the government has stolen from them over this year. That Michelle Lujan Grisham never cared about. She doesn't care that the kids' lives, a generation of kids, are going to be lost. She doesn't care about that. And it goes to this, the one point I wanted to make earlier. The question isn't, have you ever found a human being that likes a chihuahua? It's just the opposite. <laughs> have you ever found a chihuahua that likes Rudy and Fuego again. We don't even come over the top of that. You just, Rudy, you get to pick the song. On the, no, I'm not going to let you pick the song. <laughs> mic drop, mic drop. Yeah, yeah you got to end the show on that, right? Like, How does it get any better than that? Wow. Uh, Rudy, uh, just to confirm Rudy's uh, yes. statement about the bar, this is from the Albuquerque Journal, uh, October 2018. Uh, Deb Holland. Her life might have taken a different path altogether, she concedes, had she scored five points higher on the state bar exam to be licensed in New Mexico. Quote, it's a test that a lot of people aren't able to pass the first time. If I were to study and take it again, <laughs> I might pass it. However, I almost feel like if I had passed my bar exam, that I would have gone a completely different direction than I went. Well, I guess uh, we could only wish, right? How uh. does a, how does she get elected? I think that's uh, really the thing. Is is uh, uh, here's a little something for the gentleman who called in, and uh, for the rest of you guys out there listening tonight. And Rudy, hey, have a good night. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, thanks. Take care, guys. All right. That you can live by And so Become yourself Because the past Is just a goodbye Teach Your children well Their father's hell Did slowly go by